0: Everybody and welcome to episode 116 of the pause.com entertainment podcast. We are your hosts Tony and I am Lou. How are you doing today Tony? I am well. We it's nice had, outside. And we just had nachos. We did just have nachos and that was really good. And I kind of feel like like this would be a good point for me to tell people that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Yumly, where you can search restaurants and menus to find exactly what you're hungry for including nachos. Yum! Ay caramba, I'm hungry. I, was like, I suddenly it was like a Hungarian. It was, it was from a south little of Scottish the border. and a little little there. Spanish. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was like I don't uh, know what that was. It was Scottish. That's why no one pays me to do voiceover. It was Scottish or Spanish or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it, was, it was a little. I have to say, I was a little. It weirded out by it. It wasn't good. Uh so anyway, um, do we have any uh, mail from anybody? Have one piece of mail. One piece of mail. We got one thing. Uh, Jason, our
1: good buddy Jason, up, Jason Has posted That he just watched the pilot episode of Revolution And have a Chicago related question for us Alright, go ahead, shoot They live in Houston, so things may be a different, little different Up north, but would it really be that easy To walk into the city, literally Enter the first bar you see And find the long lost uncle you were looking for Who just so happens to be the
0: first person You approached with that question <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point It does happen Yes, it does happen all the time, all the time. time. Uh, Well, the other thing and I and I I mentioned this too. the other thing that was dumb about that was they were at O'Hare, which there's a highway that goes directly from O'Hare into the middle of the city. But instead, they took a detour to Wrigley Field before going downtown, which would never happen. I mean, if you were following the road, you would never do that because when you're on the highway that O'Hare is on, once you get to a certain point, you can see the downtown right and in the shots that they showed it's not like the city had collapsed or anything so they would have just probably walked towards the city wrigley field is much further north from the downtown so it was uh there was quite a bit of creative liberty taken with that sequence but um, but that was a good question thank you
1: i'm sure that's true of things taped by the way there's uh all over my neighborhood they're filming that new show chicago fire Uh uh-huh Looking forward to seeing that. Like, yeah, I'm not right now. They are. Why?
0: I don't like any shows about firemen or fires or anything like yeah. that. I just like it's. All, I just find they're boring. It's all been in my neighborhood, almost to the point of inconvenience. So, uh, any shows about like firemen, any shows about uh, like westerns, for the most part, I usually get bored with. Yeah. And, you know, speaking to Revolution, and and we'll talk more about the show later. But, you know, there are some different ways they could go with this show as the season pr- and the series progresses. But if it's just going to be mostly life in the aftermath, I'm not interested. That's such a boring concept to me. I don't care. I get that it would suck compared to now. I get that. That's why they call it an aftermath. Otherwise, they'd just call it the future. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know why people like to make shows about life in the aftermath. It's so boring. Unless they're zombies. Even that's boring now because it's always the same thing. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that about, like, Walking Dead and stuff like that, but if that's your concept, if, like, you take the zombies out of it and that's just, like, your sort of threat, almost like the, you know, the Wild was during the Wild West days, um, if that's just kind of the threat that keeps you from doing other stuff and, and the story is really about just living in the aftermath, it's totally uninteresting to me. And The Walking Dead works because they do a good job of mixing the, the character stuff with the zombie stuff with the life in the after. By the way,
1: Walking Dead back in two weeks.
0: Really? Yep. That soon? No. Yep. Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. Two weeks. It's like two and a half weeks. Two weeks from this weekend. Cool. Looking forward to that. Uh, so you want to get right into video games or do you have anything uh, else you no, want to talk about? Do it. Okay, do it. Do it. Uh, I've been playing Borderlands 2.
1: A lot of Borderlands 2. Yeah. Uh, I like it. It is just it's kind of a continuation of the last game. I won't say that there's really much of anything different. Okay. A couple little little things are different, but for the most part, it's just like playing,
0: uh, you know, the first one,
1: continuation of the first one, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I can't even like. I like the first one. I like this one. I'm having fun with it. Yeah, I'm having a little issue right now because I was just following story. You know, it's it's kind of like you can accept all these quests and much like World of Warcraft, you can accept all these quests and then just take them as you want. Right. So I was following story quests for a while, and then it. I reached a uh, story quest where it was just was so hard like to kill anything because I didn't do any of the other side quests, so I okay. hadn't built up my character to the level where right. that would have been a lot more manageable. Right. So now I'm doing a lot of like side quests, but they're fun.
0: Now, I don't remember because I didn't play Borderlands too long, but do you, when you get a quest, does it give you a recommended character level next to the quest? Uh... It may. There's a lot of information.
1: You know what I mean? Because a lot of those games. like It may. um, But the reason you know is because when you start to find, because the game is all about looting, I mean, finding loot. When you find guns and stuff and they all require a level that you're not at yet, you know you shouldn't be doing that. Right. Right. But it may say on the whole, because there's a lot of information when when you read about the quest, so it may show that.
0: And so then do you ask yourself at that point, should I really be doing this? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Out loud? No. Oh, okay. So that's just me. Yeah. Okay. I do tend to talk to myself a lot. Yeah. Including when I'm playing games. Yeah. You know, I'll be playing a game. I'll be what? What? What the hell was that? <laughs> just, I will nobody, swear There's nobody else there. Yeah. That's expected. I think. Or I'll you know yell out. You mean oh like God, while you're playing know, a game? I got or, him. You you mean like while you're playing a game or like Tourette's? A little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Not making fun of people with Tourette's. Somebody oh. I know who's in my extended family has Tourette's. So really, yes, that's true. We should get them on. <laughs> now, see, now you're just poking fun.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's got to be an entertainment level to that, isn't there? It's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible.
0: Uh, that's it? That's all you've been playing?
1: That's <laughs> that's all I've been doing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you've been playing it a lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I like it. Just like
1: the first game. I mean, the first game took a long time to finish. It's a long game. Yeah. And I, I can see that this one is going to be the same. Yeah. I mean, I've spent a lot of time on it, and I know I'm not even near halfway done. Right. Right. So
0: yeah, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. I mean, but I, I would I, recommend.
1: Like, if you were going to ask me which one I like better, I probably liked one a little better. I just like the some of the, uh, the what's it called?
0: I don't know. Story.
1: The, the. No, there's more story in this one. There there wasn't much of a story in the last one. There's more story in this one. Okay. But um, just some of the atmospheres. Oh the, oh, you, you know, like better in the first one? Yeah. Okay. The settings. Here they tried because the last one there's there's not a lot of variation between the settings in the last one where here they try to go like the opposite end so there's a lot with like you know you'll be in the desert and all of a sudden you're in the snow And see just, I like, like that though
0: oh, well, I, maybe, prefer, I prefer well, that well then maybe this one you would like yeah I mean
1: I don't like it if it's such one part where you get on a boat go across a frozen lake and oh that sounds cool
0: well like you just that. kind
1: of the boat doesn't actually go you just get on the boat and oh it's loading the next thing and then oh you're that's less that fun place. that's less fun
0: I thought maybe there was ice fishing and other extreme sports involved no okay uh, I've still been playing Guild Wars 2 of course. Um level 60 I think, 61, wow. 62. The cap is like 80. So you can level pretty quickly in this. I'm assuming it's going to slow down a lot now that I'm level 60 though. But um you know, enjoying it, not again, not as not as much as I did the original game. But uh, I'm still hopeful that they will make some modifications over time that fill in where there are some gaps right now there just needs to be more stuff to do and more variety of stuff to do Mm -hmm. um it's just it's all a little too similar right now and and then it feels grind you're probably feeling what i feel about
1: the borderlands game too like i think i really enjoyed the first one a little more is because it was new to me whereas this is just a continuation of the last one so it's not new
0: well, the, I don't really have that issue with this because it's not really a continuation of the last one. I mean, story-wise. Well, I'm not talking story-wise. Right. I mean like Right. It's a, but this isn't more of the same. So this, this is, could
1: be so they could have called it something completely different and it
0: Yeah, I mean, yes There's no. really no ties to the last there, one. There there are obviously as, somewhat aesthetically and story-wise and, you know, setting-wise somewhat. But it's no, it's it's very different from the last one. Um And some of those differences are why I'm not enjoying it as much. You know, I talked about them last time. Some of the things about, you know, and like I just said, there's not enough variety in the stuff to do. And some of the ways that they improved aspects of MMOs also made it more difficult to stay entertained by some of the other aspects of the game. So they need to fill in some of those, you know, those deficiencies. Um, And I know they can do it. You know, that's one of the nice things about MMOs is they can... They can make those changes while the game is going on. Right. And um, and it just gets better, which is nice. But uh, there's also a new... Uh, they should make it good from the beginning. Well, yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's just know, not... Just being it's teacher. it's good. It, you know, there's a lot of stuff I really like about it. Like, I don't know how much I talked about this last time, but one of the things that's really cool is... So, like, my, my character's a warrior, right? So, it, in the original game, you had all these different skills and spells that you could use but you could only have eight of them at any one time. So when you were in a town, which was uh, really the only MMO part of the original Guild Wars, in the sense that that's where you could see all the other players who were playing was when you were in a city. So when you were in a town, you could swap out all those skills and spells so that you took your eight that you wanted with you. But then once you got out of town- Like a swap shop. Like a swap shop. But once you got out into the world, you couldn't change them. No swap shops. No swap shops in the world. So in this one- you still only have... uh, Well, actually, it's 10 now. You still only have 10 skills and spells. But what's really cool is it's totally dependent on what kind of weapon you're using and stuff. So, for instance, as a warrior, if I have a two-handed sword, my five skills that are on the left part of the, the quick slot thingy are totally different than if I have... Two one-handed swords or a mace and an axe or something like that. So your skills change depending on what kind of right. weapon you're wielding. If you're an elementalist, you don't have to decide, well, I'm only going to be a fire elementalist or I'm only going to be a water elementalist. You can just switch between fire, water, earth, and wind, air, whatever. Right. Um, and then you have your different skills based on whichever you know school of, of elementalism you're using at the time so some of that stuff is really cool and like the other stuff that i mentioned about being able to actually play the game underwater rather than water being kind of like a hazard that you have to deal with um there, there are whole parts of the game that take place underwater that stuff is really cool but again because of some of these changes that they've made and the dynamic nature of how you can enter into events without having to formally group up with people they have to add a lot more stuff for it to stay entertaining is all i'm saying yeah, you're going to have to add some more stuff to make this more entertaining. <laughs> trying, I just said man. that because I yawned. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, move on. You got some, misla- I yeah, got some miscellaneous. Let's hear it. Let's do it. By the way, did did you ever go back and play any of the uh, DLC for Mass Effect 3? I
1: never played Mass Effect 3. I played like the first hour. Oh, you still I, never went yeah, back and played it? Uh, and really I have it. It's a really good game. I will one day. Yeah, I have some, mis- uh, some Mass Effect stuff later, later. In the okay. miscellaneous here. Uh, first of all, there is currently a bug in Borderlands 2 on all platforms that resets all badass challenges. Is that good or bad? Uh, it's bad. Oh. Which lowers... Badass challenges are these little, like, you know, get, get uh, 50 headshots, and then you get, like, a token to spend on, like, skill points. Okay. Like, to boost your so skills. So it's like
0: an achievement that you get something... Yeah, but there's a, a ton of them. There's yeah. a ton of achievements. Okay.
1: And you get a token for each time you, you meet that, you know, challenge. Right, right, right. So, um... So what you're doing is boosting your skills. Well, there's a bug where they're resetting all of those to zero. Oops. Um, which lowers your stats, making the game almost unplayable.
0: Wow. That's kind of a bad well, bug. Well, I mean if
1: it does it at a point where you're like, you know, on a level twenty quest, then all of a sudden your fighting skills because this resets are you know right. at level ten. Yeah, that's bad. You're not gonna be able to do anything. That's bad news. Uh though it has been a rare occurrence, Gearbox is working on a fix. So believe me, you'll hear about it from me if it happens to me. Wow. Uh, Sony has released yet another slimmer PS3. Really? Yeah. It is 20% smaller in size and 25% lighter in weight. That's crazy. Than the current slim model. It is currently available in a 250 gig Uncharted 3 bundle for 269 And a 500 gig version will be released on October 30th for 299 Just in time for Halloween. Um, it's actually, it looks kind of cool.
0: Does it also, it also looks different from yep. the slim? Yeah. That's interesting that they keep changing the design and not just
1: the. Well, they also said, too, that you know how they kept. PS, even when PS3 came out, they kept PS2 going. Like they still would come out occasionally. Right. They said PS3 will be around no matter what happens with a next console. Yeah. Till at the very least 2015. So. Gotcha. I mean, they might be saying that to sell more ps 3s Sure. You know. Right. Um, hold
0: on. Well, but now they kind of have to live up to that. Because now they put it out there.
1: But I mean, it's funny they said that at the same time they released this. You know, so people are like, "I'm not going to buy this if a new one's going to come out."
0: Right.
2: Uh, Let's find a picture of
1: it. It's coming. It's coming.
0: That thing is very
1: slow. I can only find a picture of it on this here.
2: Here it is.
0: it's very slow. There it is, like from the top down. Uh it's a top loader?
1: No, it goes in the front.
0: Wait. Let me see that again. Why did it look like a top loader?
1: I don't think it's a
2: top loader. Can I see the pictures? Here's a picture of it.
0: So I don't understand that other picture where we saw where it was open. Can I see
1: that again? I think it's just showing you. I don't think that's actually what it looks like in your house. Huh? I think they're showing you like, that's like a, hold on, let me find some other pictures. No, I think it's
0: a top loader and I think that half like slides open so that you can get the disc Oh, you know what? You're right. It does. That's terrible because don't a lot of people have it in a media cabinet? That's where I have mine. I wouldn't be able to get it in there. I think that's a terrible design idea.
1: Well, I mean, you need to give it
0: room to vent. I mean, it couldn't just. Yeah, but you don't need to, it doesn't need to have as much room to vent as. You could tilt it up like that. That's handy. I think that's a terrible design. That's how it goes up like that. Yeah, I still think that's yeah, a bad design. Yeah, I agree. Design. It should be front-loading. It should be front-loading. I don't think that was a good choice Not on their a good part. Choice. Oh, well. Not my problem. I already got one. Uh,
1: for those of you that have never played a Mass Effect game, EA is releasing the entire trilogy in an all-in-one bundle for all platforms on November 6th. The set will be priced at fifty nine ninety nine and will be the first time the original Mass Effect will appear on the PS3. Uh,
0: Really? Yes. That's Mass interesting. Effect
1: 1 never came out on PS3.
0: I did not know that. Interesting. Um, all right. What's the next thing? <laughs>
1: Someone's got something to do. Uh, Sony has just introduced a new digital download program called PSN Day 1 Digital. That rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh,
1: which offers full copies of- what,
0: What's going on with the marketing department over there? That is not- uh, th- It doesn't seem very professional. No, I know.
1: Which offers full copies of this fall's major game releases for download on launch day. So the day a game comes out in the store, you can just download it rather than going to the store. Which is, we've never really seen that before. Yeah, Um, that's kind of cool. Some upcoming games that will be available for download on the day of release are Resident Evil 6, Dishonored, 007 Legends, Need for Speed Most Wanted, and Assassin's Creed 3. No,
0: wait. What was 007 Legends again?
1: That's the one where they take all the like, oh, best all that, right, from right, the right, right, right. classic movies. That's really and, cool. And PlayStation Plus subscribers can enjoy 10% off on a few select titles. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool, actually. Um, have you seen anything on that Need for Speed Most Wanted? No. That's going to be cool.
0: No. Does it look cool?
1: It's not anything like any of the other Need for Speed games. Which it's, I've never played, by it's the way. A, a lot of them are good. But... Um, This is it's kind of like they're calling it like Burnout Paradise Two, really? Yeah, it's going to be open world like that. Oh, that's kind of cool. And even more integrated with people online to where it's easier to get into races. Right. And it's made by the same people that made Burnout Paradise. So it's oh really? Yeah, but this time that yeah. But they didn't make the other needs. They made the last one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Though
0: the one thing that I will say that whenever whenever I see something about Need for Speed makes me want to play it is it seems because the cars are real cars, right? And they always look pretty cool from what I've seen. Right. So,
1: um, They say what's going to be a lot different about this than uh, Burnout Paradise is that uh, cops will play a big part. So now, right. like, even if you're not doing a challenge, like a chase challenge or something, yeah, like, if you're doing something, cops will come after you. Right. That's
0: cool. So it's kind of a lot more like real life. Yeah. yeah that's nice.
1: Um finally one of my favorite iOS games Jetpack Joyride is now free for Android. Oh, I'll I should go check that go out. I'll
0: pick it up. Uh, I got one of them Android phones, you know. You do. I do. I should go get that. All right, you got anything else? Uh no. All right, cool. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about TV. Okay, we're back and it's time to talk about TV. Uh, Let's talk about what we've both been watching. What do you want to start with? You want to start with the voice? We'll do
1: the singing shows. Okay, so
0: the voice, um, it's just kind of boring.
1: Yeah, you know what? With both of these shows, I kind of just fast forward to the performances, listen to the critiques. Yeah. I don't... Pay attention to any the back story. Well, uh,
0: and, and, you know, it's the, it's the now classic joke about the voice, but it's so ridiculous that the judges who don't press their buttons will turn around and say, wow, I really enjoyed that. you got a really great voice. And, of course, and then the people always say, well, then why didn't you push your button? Right. It's like, why do they say that? Why don't they just say, you know, it just really wasn't my thing, you know?
1: But I, they could still compliment. You know, it's nice to be complimentary.
0: Well, it is, but... If it's genuine, but if they really thought they had a great voice, they probably would have pressed their button. Yeah.
1: But there are times when they don't press their button because, like the other three, have and they're like,
0: I yeah. Don't wanna, "Yeah, right. I don't want to get." And caught I
1: really up. think also they may have someone of that type already on their team. Well, that's absolutely
0: true, uh, but they usually don't say that. Whereas you would think that they well, would no, say that. It's if,
1: nicer to say, you know, yeah. you have a really nice voice, but
0: no. But you could still say you're a really nice voice, but I already have a you know person who I've pigeonholed into this category, like I would with you. You're right, that's much nicer.
2: <laughs>
0: um and, and and it's just it's just the same thing. It's just the right. same thing over and over again. Yeah. You know. It'll change a little next season. We'll talk about that in the miscellaneous. Okay. Um but X-factor is a little bit different than it was last year and I'm really enjoying it a lot more. They're spending a little bit more well, okay, now actually this part I don't like because the way that they spend more time on characters or contestants I should say is by doing these weird fake candid video things, so weird, where it looks like it's candid, but you know the whole thing is either staged, staged yeah. or because there's no way it could be candid because the cameras at places where it shouldn't be. You know what I mean? So that part of the show I don't like, but um, I
1: also don't like that fake thing where they show before at the beginning of each episode where the judges are like in the backstage and getting ready and just having like small chit chat because it's so obviously staged and not real chit chat, right? That it's like, it's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure all these shows are guilty of this, but all those shots that you see of people like screaming outside when the judges show up, the judges aren't there. A- a- at the auditions right. where there's thousands and thousands of people, the judges yeah. are not at those auditions. Right. It's very strange. Um, but don't ruin America's dream. Huh? You're what? ruining America's dream. Well, I don't like care about away that. the secrets. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> but uh but I'm enjoying X Factor a lot more than I did last well, year. Well
1: we had, we didn't talk about X Factor last time because it hadn't been on but yet. But I mean
0: last year last year I didn't like the show at all I wouldn't watch it. This uh, year I'm actually enjoying it uh, quite a bit. It's not
1: really a huge difference I think some of that's in your head.
0: Well no, I think that first of all I mean the d- the judges different judges, yeah. Right. That's so different. the judges um although Britney's kind of a non entity.
1: Britney is really I think Britney is either heavily medicated or what I like about her is that she's not uh I take that back. <laughs> I can't even finish my sentence wow. honestly. Um she just seems not So what you're saying is what I like
0: about Britney Spears is nothing. This no, page not left that. intentionally blank. No, I have blank. to say
1: I'm enjoying her as a judge in that she doesn't hold back even with her facial
0: Oh, she can't. Yeah. I don't think she can. You always know exactly yeah. what she's thinking exactly. just by her facial expression. But she either- usually says I'm baddy and kind of confused by everything.
1: No, she had one moment that really like it was disturbing for me. She always seems like she'd probably rather be doing something else, and this yeah. is probably just a paycheck for her. And uh, and even when she's seeing people that are really good, she still has kind of a confused look on her face or like a displeased look on her face. But then all of a sudden, remember when the guy came out and he did Ice Ice Baby, and she we saw more life in her than we've seen. My God, the whole what was going series. on there? She was like dancing, she up and she's dancing, and she loved it. Isaiah's baby. Yeah, I don't know like, what's
0: going on. And I want to say, it's like, o- all
1: of a sudden, your pill kicked in. <laughs> yeah. The other
0: thing that I do find annoying about that show is that they try to make you feel like you're at the auditions by adding in a microphone in the auditorium rather than just the person's microphone that they're singing into. So you always get this like echo reverb thing going on when they're singing, which makes them sound terrible. And there have been a lot of people that were like marginal at best, who they were really excited about putting through, yeah. which I have not gotten. Uh, you missed something so funny, though, on last night's episode, because I know you're one behind, but it's really funny when I'll you see it. Tonight. It's really funny. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it more but than the voice. did you notice, though, that next week they're doing like a Hollywood week kind of thing rather than these people singing at the Celebrities Mansions?
1: Well, they did that last year. The Celebrities Mansions is the last stage. Oh, it is? Yeah.
0: So they did a boot camp last yeah. year? Oh. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but Amy said she didn't remember that. But, okay. Well. They're still doing the celebrities' mansions. That's so stupid. I'm going to stop watching them. I enjoy the show. <sighs>
1: more than The Voice.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely more fun than The Voice. We'll have more on The Voice in the next. Yeah. The Voice is very slow. By its very nature, yeah. it's very slow. Well, that's why you just so, fast forward. Yeah, but sometimes you can't. We watch it live sometimes. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, well, you know, we got kids who got to go to bed at a certain time and they want to see it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, new Girl, you only saw one of the new... Yes. Two episodes. It's all right. I thought it was good. I thought the second one was better. Um, but I'm glad it's back on. Uh, ben and Kate is a new show on Fox. On Fox. And um, I liked it. I think I liked it a little more than you did. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I just okay. didn't think it was really laugh out loud
1: funny. I thought it was as laugh out loud funny as the first episode of New Girl. Yeah, um, I, I would definitely disagree with that. I think you're just already know the characters on New Girl.
0: I, you
2: know, I, I think I, think I laughed more... out
1: loud. I think I laughed out loud more at Ben and Kate actually than I did for the really? first episode of New Girl. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't.
0: But I thought it was a very cute, very sweet comedy, and and I like the characters, so I'll you know yeah. I'll watch it again. There's there's definitely some good stuff on that right. show. Um, Modern Family. We're whipping through things here because we have a lot. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And and we never really talk about plot, so right. So Modern Family was Modern good. Family's great. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really funny.
1: There was a moment in there that I thought was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in there. Just a little background moment that, yeah, like, right.
0: But there was a lot of good stuff on that yeah. episode. Um, and uh, oops, I added some things to the wrong place. Sorry about that. All right, That's so right. what? Tell tell well, us the what mini else. project. We could talk about that. But you I already you already talked, talked about, about it last didn't you? week. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was insight. pretty funny. I um, you know, it's. A lot of these new shows, and Ben and Kate actually wasn't as much like this, which made it interesting, but a lot of the new comedies are um, that sort of rapid fire kind of thing. And the Mindy Project is kind of like that, too. Yeah. You know, where there's- a, one liner after one liner. Yeah, one liner after one liner. Um, I, I I thought it was pretty good. I still didn't understand what she was saying when she was riding on the bike, but that's just me. Um, but uh, a lot of Office crossover on that show. Yeah. Well, it was the first episode. I think that was kind of like, you know. Right. Um, But, uh, yeah, it was good. There were some funny moments. And I do like the part that her character is really wrapped up in, you know, pop pop culture and especially like the romantic comedy stuff. Like, I think that's going to lead to some really funny bits on the show.
1: Other than her professional determination, it's pretty much the same character as Kelly.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's not nearly as dumb as Kelly was. I mean, Kelly was really dumb. Like, yeah, she never really said true. anything that that's would make true. you think she had a brain in her head. Right, that's true. Um, but uh, so you know, I don't know about that. But uh, I don't. You know, I there. There's one thing that does bug me though. Already, I don't like the British character. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I don't like him, and I don't like like her
1: <laughs> relationship with he,
0: him. Yeah, relationship with him. I don't like that. What I think I. You th- like about I, th- him? Th- I it just doesn't seem to go with what the show is about. Because she's like trying to find, you know
1: Yeah, but she saws the booty call on the side. It makes total sense.
0: But but if her whole character is I was raised on romantic comedy, so I want this like fairy tale happy ending, those kind of people usually don't do the booty Wrong. call thing. Wrong. In my experience. Yeah. The people who I know who want that don't usually do that. That. I disagree with that. Okay, they're looking for
1: attention in any way they can get. Even if, look, like the beginning of Bridesmaids, like John Hamm's character in Bridesmaid, she was total romantic, and or Bridget Jones was romantic. She was sleeping with Hugh Grant's character.
0: Yeah, I don't remember either one of those enough to to comment.
1: Yeah, it doesn't mean. Of, that,
0: but you're talking about movies. I'm talking about in real life. Well, in real life as well. Well,
1: you know that's based on you know we wouldn't relate to it if it weren't you know real in some sense. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying the people who I've known have been like that who have been that into it where, you know, they're always quoting movies and all that kind of stuff, usually don't, in my experience, have the booty call on the side. Completely. Because I think they're trying to get whatever attention they can get.
1: Because in their head, they're probably thinking, too, like, even maybe this will turn out to be a fairytale ending, even though
0: you know. And that's fine, but she didn't seem to like him. See, in those other two examples you listed, they liked those people, didn't they? No, not really. Didn't she like, didn't she like Hugh Grant? I thought um... she wanted to be with him. Yeah, but she always knew that he wasn't,
1: you know, like in Bridesmaids, too. They knew that that person God, wasn't don't even that the right Bridesmaid. person.
0: I don't even remember that in Bridesmaids. They just liked the attention they were getting, and then, you know. Yeah. People are all crazy, if you ask me.
1: Uh, well, the girls, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> I am not uh, condoning any comments made by Tony. <laughs> and in now I'm about to
1: talk about the three gay shows I have on my list here. <laughs> there you go. Um, I've kept up with the new normal and it's really good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's written really well. You know, it's by the same guy who does Glee. Yeah.
0: And that's uh, one of the reasons I haven't started watching it. Um, just cause I'm afraid it's good. It's written really it well. And annoying. it's,
1: you know, they did the last episode they did was a whole, it was probably a little too much about like politics. It was because the Ellen Barkin character is bigoted and, and very Republican. Right. And then, uh, you know, obviously the gay characters are very Democratic. And so right. it was a whole thing about, like, Democrat, Republican. And I thought it was going to be really preachy on the side of the Democrats. But I have to say, I give a lot of respect to this to the show because they really played both sides fairly. right? And, like, some of the things that Ellen Barkin – even Ellen- though Ellen Barkin's character is very unlikable. Right. She said a lot of the things – that made you that, kind of think about it, even if well, you're. Well, now, right. yeah. I mean, I don't agree with it, right. but I understand why they the think some of view. those things. Now. Right.
0: Well, and that's why politics is so complicated because neither side is "quote unquote" correct. Right. It's different ways of looking at the same issues, and you know, for different reasons, and through a different set of eyes. Right. You know, so it's it's uh it's always good when. But I'm know, saying
1: this this show you would think would just all of a sudden just be slanted right, so right, completely right, right. toward you know. Right. Democrats.
0: No, but then it wouldn't be then it wouldn't be interesting. Right. You know. Right. It wouldn't be interesting. But um
1: But I'm enjoying that. And I think it's written really well. And uh there's some there's some fun characters on it. Yeah. Um I also watched this new show, Partners.
0: Okay. I've never even heard of that one. It's
1: with uh, you know what? I should have already have it up. It's with people that you like would recognize but huh. you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Really? One guy was from like Ugly Betty, the other guy was from maybe like I don't know, Wonder Years. I don't know. I yeah. gotta look it up.
0: You're really stretching now.
1: Well, it wasn't a good show. Oh. I didn't like it right. at all, actually.
0: Partners was it not a good Krumholtz.
1: show. Tom Holtz, what was he on? Numbers. Let me see. Let me, let me see
0: the Oh, and he was in uh the Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, and Sophia Bush. Oh, and Brandon Superman. Brandon Roush.
0: Oh. Roush? Ralph. 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 Yeah. Ralph. yeah. Um, you don't have to memorize that he's not going anywhere Um,
1: (laughs) wow (laughs) Um, you know what it was and it says right here even on the picture here from the creators of Will and Grace it was Will and Grace completely Will and Grace all over again only Grace was a man
0: okay I didn't like that show
1: Um, I liked that show this is just a complete rip off of it and not as funny gotcha so I won't be watching that again. Uh, what else? Glee. I, I, You know, I thought ch- i checked Glee out this year. Just Wait, because. didn't you
0: skip some things?
1: No, I'm going in an order. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, I thought I'd check out Glee. This is my gay chunk.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right.
1: thought I'd check Glee out again just because some of them graduated, and I want to see how they handled that. And I have to say, that's what's really making it, for me, watchable again.
0: Wait, what is? That some of them have graduated. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. So
1: not only... Uh, and that's the most enjoyable part of the show now. Is like what's happening to the people that have graduated. Like the whole Rachel and Kurt thing in New York. Yeah, it's entertaining.
0: Rachel and Kurt. see, I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> Rachel is. Uh, I
0: know who they are, but I didn't. I don't know what Rachel. Oh, they and Kurt graduated.
1: It. So Rachel's going to school in New York. And oh, okay. Kurt moved to New York. Gotcha. Is she going?
0: To... Is she going to the uh, the fame school? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's a real
1: school, right? But um but uh school,
0: school of are, the arts did yeah. they call it that in there
1: niata is what they call it new york oh no arts i think that's Dr- different drama academy or something yeah that's not the same one i don't know if it's real but that's i don't know the if it's real there yeah. but uh it's been entertaining and the parts even back at school are entertaining because now there's different dynamics now that right. those people are gone so right you know I gotcha um, there's some been some good. I'm not a big fan. Well, of, so
0: wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. So, how did like with Rachel being in New York? How do they work her into musical numbers? She just starts singing by herself.
1: Well, no. Now there's new characters that. Oh, go to her at school. her school. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. And what? What's Kurt? She doing? already has a new love interest, even though Finn is still kind of in the picture. Yeah. Uh, Kurt is Rachel's roommate. Like they live in this loft. Oh. And uh,
0: who's paying for that?
1: I don't know. It's the one stuff. of those things that they yeah. don't address, like people <laughs> no, no, they didn't paying for it. their food at restaurants and no, soap no, no, operas. No. His dad's <laughs> kind of putting the bill. And, yeah. and, uh, but they live in this big – it's not a nice loft. It's oh, an okay. like old abandoned – A dumpy loft,
0: yeah. yeah. Squatters.
1: But uh, So they have uh, a couple new guest-starring roles that have been okay on it. Kate Hudson, who I normally give or take. Yeah. Um, she plays the really mean dance teacher to Rachel, and very <laughs> entertaining. Very entertaining.
0: I have to say, from the commercials, she actually looked pretty yeah. funny in that.
1: And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is just playing the same character she always plays. Herself. Yeah. A square peg. But Kurt works for her. Well, more of the Carrie Bradshaw type.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. She was still a little bit of a square peg. Yeah. You know.
1: Here she's like, uh, she runs Vogue online and he's her intern. Okay. So, Gotcha. That's the end of my gay chunk. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to other things. Did you
0: say gay chunk or gay junk? Gay chunk. Okay.
1: You know, I had all, there's a lot of gay on TV right now. Right. Okay. Uh the office. Let's move over to the office. Okay. Why is the show still on? I don't know. I haven't seen Why the last 2 seasons. Why is the show still on? I don't know. Kelly's gone, Ryan's gone. Um
0: Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Yeah.
1: What's funny, they made uh they made it what they said happened to Kelly was Kelly he was she was dating a guy in the last episode or two of last season and then he said that she moved to Ohio to uh, live with him because they were going to get married and then coincidentally Ryan moved to the town right next to where she moved to in Ohio <laughs> and he goes that's where the next big Silicon Valley is going to be like he's <laughs> right, made he's to why he moved of, out yeah, there but right. he really moved to be like right next
0: to her oh he did yeah why was he into her
1: oh they were off and on through the whole series
0: yeah but I thought he never
1: oh no no they were a couple for a long time oh, okay. you obviously haven't watched that in years
0: it's just two years
1: yeah but even in the time you were watching, they were together. Well, I remember them being together, but I always said he
0: never actually liked her.
1: Yeah, but then he would break up with her and then come back to her.
0: Oh, see, like, I think it was I missed always all like, that.
1: when they were together, he didn't really like her, but then he couldn't live without her. Oh. Okay. And that went on forever.
0: God, I don't remember that at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, probably it happened more so towards in the, the end, the, time the last you two years. Watching. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say that, I mean, the show's just so, you know. So now Jim's who's the head pla- of the office now? It's still Andy.
0: Andy? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's I been thought him it was for like a year. I thought it was uh, what's his name from Stargate and pretty. Oh, Pink. he's not. He hasn't been on there in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's still the same.
1: You know, they still try to bring back some of the same old stuff, and it just doesn't work anymore now. I mean, it's been on for so long, and characters should progress. But there's still Jim playing pranks on Dwight, and Dwight falling for it. Like, yeah. I don't know why that show's still on. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec
0: is still good. I mean, what can I say? It's
1: still good. I still enjoy it. It's taking place right now in Washington D.C., so it's nice that there's a little, you know.
0: Why is it? Why slavery. is it not in the same place?
1: Um, because Ben has gotten a job with the government, so and uh, um, so April is his assistant. So a lot of them went there. So half of the show takes place in Washington D.C. Half of it takes place in Pawnee. I know it's hard to, hard okay.
0: to follow. Okay.
1: Uh, that's all I got.
0: All right. Uh, so we watched revolution again. The second episode I liked a lot more than the first one I have to check The first out. one I thought was okay right yeah, and that
1: was my uh summation it was okay
0: yeah and the and the second one was I felt much more interesting um there was more stuff that happened that I liked and more insight into what else might be going on um and and there was a nice surprise in the second episode that was kind of cool um cake. it was a cake. Uh no the cake is a lie everybody knows that oh, that's um, right. I but uh, that. I don't know how you can remember, forget <laughs> that did I already talk about the whole life in the aftermath thing or was that when we were at lunch you know you talked about it here okay I just want to make sure no. yeah god my memory is terrible well we had lunch right before we started the podcast so I couldn't remember if I told you at lunch or if I told you here no yeah but as long as it stays interesting I would have that rant at lunch I if it, it, on here. If it, <laughs> as long as it stays interesting and there's new <laughs> mythology and mysteries and stuff like that Right. I'll keep watching it but if it's just life in the aftermath I am so not interested right I'm just not interested um so we also watched that new show called Elementary which is about Sherlock is Holmes um you know what it was actually very good oh. I was uh, I was surprised Lucy Lou's not annoying no she's very mellow in this show she's oh. super mellow he's the one who's more manic and crazy and annoying um but th- there were still some really cool things about it that I that I enjoyed so that was just on last night. And, um, yeah, I ended up liking that show quite a bit. Um, and then we also have still been watching Go On, the new Matthew Perry comedy. That show cracks me up. There's some really, really funny stuff on there. You might actually like it. I know you're not a big like fan him. of him. Yeah. But it's it's a very... I mean, he's the star of the show, right? So centers around him, right? Well, yeah, of course. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> It's very funny, though. It's very funny. There was a lot of... <laughs> Just, like, some weird stuff. Like, you know, the, the whole the whole gist of the story is that he's a, a radio sports personality and he was off the air for a while because his wife died. Bless you. Mm-hmm. In a car accident. And so now they want him to go to this therapy group to kind of deal with it. And, you know, of course he's like, I don't need to do that. And then realizes that he does need to do it. But he's still kind of a, a you know, a monkey in the wrench, so to speak. He's always, like, kind of causing trouble in this group. So anyway, the woman who heads up the group wanted to do this exercise where they took a big piece of paper and made a collage like each of the people in the group. And on the left side, they were supposed to put pictures that had to do with their past. And on the right side, they're supposed to do pictures that had to do with their future. So obviously the left stuff was all like bad, depressing stuff. And the right side was all happy, fun stuff. So there's one guy in the group who's played by, I think, a comedian named Brett Gelman. Does that sound familiar? Ever heard of him? No. Or whatever, he's he's like the really, really weird guy in the group. So everyone's doing their collages with their sad stuff on the left and their happy stuff on the right. He goes, okay, here's mine, and he holds it up, and it's just a bunch of pictures of eyeballs that he cut out, and he holds up to his face, and he's like,
2: Hee-hee-hee.
0: And Matthew Perry's just like, <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Perry's like, you know, I really don't have time to be weirded out by you right now, so I'm just going to move on with my thing. I mean, there's just like a lot of really funny stuff in that show. So it's a really it's just, funny
1: thing that, that Matthew Perry then ruins afterwards.
0: Uh, No, it was funny. It was funny, trust me.
1: The first part was funny.
0: It was. The whole thing was funny. Matt there's Barry. a lot of funny Matt stuff Barry, on the show. Not funny. No, he is funny. He is and he's not Yes, funny. he is. And he's very funny on this show, too. The show is very well written. There's a lot of good stuff. On, like, there's this one character who, oh, can do you have the cast up for the show? Huh? No. What? No? Um, I, I can never remember this actress's name, but there's this one woman who's in the group who plays a lesbian. And first of all, I have to say, I oh, love. you should have put this in the gay chunk. I I love the way she plays the character. Um,
1: Susie Nakamura, no. Laura Benanti,
0: no. Can I see pictures, please? I don't know these people's names. Julie White, no. Can I see pictures, please? Can you just give me the thing so I can see their pictures?
1: You My God, I did. Four times. Show me
0: pictures. Okay, the person is. Wait, how come I can't get this to scooch over? Like See,
1: that? that's why I don't give you it. You don't know how to use it. I do know how to use it.
0: Oh, yeah, Julie White. Okay, so um, Julie White. So she keeps talking about... So there's... I don't know if you saw, but there's another woman who's in the group who's like this little short um, Hispanic woman. And, you know, on the show, she doesn't speak English very well. So... Um, that's Tonita Castro. Right, so Tonita Castro's character says something about to the, this woman about how, oh, then maybe you go and find a nice man. And she goes, okay... I don't know how many ways I can hint at this, so I'm just going to tell you again, I am a lesbian. And the and the little Hispanic lady goes, oh, no, lesbian, not right words. Someday I tell you what that means. And she's like, ah, you know, because she just like isn't getting that she's a lesbian. But there's a lot of really funny stuff on the show.
1: I didn't know that the kid from uh, that Chris Rock show is on it.
0: Is that the black guy? Yes. Okay. I've never seen that Chris Rock show, so I don't know.
1: John Cho's on it, too. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he plays uh, Matthew Perry's, like, manager or boss or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's it, I think it's very funny. Uh, you want to talk about Miscellaneous TV? Uh,
1: Yes. Uh, since we last met, the Emmys have aired.
0: Now, is there still two Emmys, or is there just one Emmys now?
1: You mean daytime, nighttime? Yeah. No, there's just
0: two. There's still two?
1: Yeah, there should be two. Why? Because who wants to sit through all the daytime crap? Well,
0: there's no soap operas anymore, really, right?
1: No, but there's still like, you know, today's show, Good Morning America. Who wants you know?
0: Yeah. Well, if you think nobody wants to sit through it, why don't they just eliminate them and just have one? Well, because
1: you still have to award them. It matters to someone. Why? It just matters to different people. That's why they show the daytime Emmys during the day and the nighttime Emmys at night.
0: This all sounds way too complicated.
1: It actually it makes perfect sense to anyone than you. Not really. Um big winners, homeland won everything it was up for pretty much. Modern family won everything. Was up I up
0: have no much. idea. How are they going to come back from the end of last season on Homeland? I don't know. She was fired. Sharks. She was fired. And they said, there's no way she could get her job well, back. She'll be back. I know, but That's, how are they going to gives up on the cause? I mean, how are they going to work that out? I wonder, secret, because that was very realistic for secret them to missions. say, you know, when she said, is there any chance I get my job back? And he's like, no secret missions. Does that work? <laughs> secret missions. What plans? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, it comes back Sunday, actually. Yeah, we don't have the. We show don't time. have it either.
1: <laughs> I have to wait for the free. And preview I'm not going to pay for
0: it for a whole no. season just to no, see no. it. Yeah, wait for the free, free preview free weekend because then they'll do. Yeah. yeah, they'll do a. Uh, well, you can just do it on demand, right? right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Modern Family one. Yeah. That uh, Sarah Palin movie won all that. I don't. I don't know what that is. Uh, I talked about it on this podcast actually, I know, but I don't know what it was up Game for. Game change. Yeah. It was the TV movie. Julianne Moore as Sarah Palin. She won the Emmy for it.
0: Okay. Congrats to her. Uh, She doesn't look anything like Sarah Palin.
1: She was exactly Sarah Palin in that movie. You swear it was Sarah Palin. She looked like Sarah Palin. That's what
0: makes her such a great actress is in the movie. She looked exactly like Sarah Palin. That doesn't make her a great actress. That means somebody did a good job with makeup. Well, she you can't them. act your way to look like somebody. She acted like Sarah Palin. Yeah, but that's not the same as looking like her. I said she doesn't look like her. And I'm saying in the movie she looked like her. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with her acting.
1: We weren't talking about her acting. You said she didn't look like her. You said that's what
0: makes you her such a. You just want to find something no, no, no. negative
1: to say about her because no, you wait. don't like her.
0: You said that's what makes her a great actress is because she looked just like her. I said well that doesn't have anything to okay. do with it. Right. She. That's all I'm saying. Played her well. I
1: yeah. Know. Okay. I know you don't like her. I don't like her. But that I has know. nothing well, to do with it. Well, that. that doesn't mean that you have to like you know immediately.
0: No, I just didn't understand. I just was a little. I just didn't understand your comment about her her acting having anything to do with her looking like
1: her. She looked and acted exactly like her in the movie. That's why she won the Emmy.
0: Well, did they give an Emmy to the person who did her makeup then?
1: No, but she gave a shout out to the person
0: who did her makeup. They should have gotten an Emmy. Who got the Emmy for makeup? I don't know. Who got the Emmy for makeup? I'm not looking. Best Emmy for makeup in a Sarah Palin documentary. (laughs) Who got that? That's what I want to know.
1: You know, actually, her speech was really funny because she came up. She goes, oh, this is quite ironic because Sarah Palin gave my performance a thumbs down.
0: <laughs> that is kind of funny.
1: All right. Uh, well,
0: w- was it was it a very slanted documentary?
1: Yeah, but I'm sure there's a lot of truth to it. I mean, it made her look oh, like I'm an, not, idiot uh, right. an idiot. Right, and she is an idiot.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. But, I mean, it wasn't.
1: I have to tell you, when I walked away from that. It I wasn't felt... like a
0: documentary that Sarah Palin wanted made is what I'm saying. No. no okay, no. right.
1: No, but I'll tell you, walking away from it, and I said that when I reviewed the movie, I felt a lot that I understood them a lot more and understood their motivations. Right. In fact, it really made me uh, made me respect John McCain a lot more because John McCain was railroaded into all of that he didn't want her, right? And I didn't know any of that, right. so like, I, right. I mean, yes, it was slanted toward the left, right, overall, right, 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 right. But I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it was like a characterization like that George W. Bush movie. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Where, you know, it was all, like, really, like, you know, slanted way to the left. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Anyway. I don't know. Do you want to go on about politics or do you want to talk about miscellaneous? I wasn't talking about politics. What are you talking <laughs> about? Know, we could have gone that way. Oh. Um, okay, no more speculations. It is official. The American Idol judges are Mariah Carey. Bing. Nicki Minaj. Bing. Keith Urban Boo! and Randy Jackson, Boo! and now I don't have to report on this anymore. <laughs>
0: so I saw a. You know what's
1: interesting though?
0: Yes. No. Nicki
1: Minaj does the commercials for Pepsi, but American Idol sponsored by is Coke. sponsored by Coke. I, what kind of?
0: I don't know. There's
1: got to be some. Yeah, conflict, conflict of, of interest there.
0: Because I know even doing voiceover stuff, like when when I get an audition for you know, let's say I get an audition for Chevy, uh-huh. it, it'll say right on the audition notice, you know, conflicts auto manufacturers. Right. So you can't do this audition if you're already doing work for another- And what
1: made me think about it was X Factor is sponsored by Pepsi. Like the right a string of Pepsi. Right. And all the commercials are Pepsi. Right. And they showed her commercial and I'm like, that's really
0: weird. That is weird. So maybe her Pepsi contract is up before Idol starts next. Perhaps. Um, now, I don't know anything about her, but I saw a- I don't really either. I saw a brief snippet of an interview with her on TV the other day, I don't know what show it was on or whatever, but the interviewer kept asking her if we were going to see her slap anybody. Is she known for slapping people? I don't know. Oh, okay. But she see. But what was what I thought was interesting was that when she was talking to the interviewer, she kept saying, "No, no, I'm I'm behaving. I'm going to be well behaved on this show. You know, it's a fun show." And da-da-da. you know, her so, and Mariah are going to go at it. I don't. But I don't know. I don't. That that's are, are they enemies or something?
1: No, but they're both. I mean, they're divas of sorts yeah
0: i don't know See, yeah that's what i'm saying i don't know anything about Nicki minaj
1: i don't either but i do remember though when she was on uh <laughs> when she was on american idol and she performed and then she talked oh i don't remember said, you don't remember that no. and then she said to jennifer lopez she's like jennifer lopez i want your job i'm gonna sit down there with you and jennifer lopez you could tell did not like her at all and she's like uh, not really <laughs> you don't remember that <laughs> no american i don't idol? remember that's the only thing i really remember about her that's
0: really funny yeah. That's really funny. Um, I'm just glad that Randy's gonna be there because I don't know if I could watch it with nobody original, you know. We've well, got Ryan. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of the judges, right?
1: Uh, this is interesting. Christina Aguilera and CeeLo Green will be sitting out the next season of The Voice really? to work on other projects. Really, sitting in their places will be Usher and Shakira. Wow. Yes.
0: Okay, so here's the problem really that I have. They're replacing the black guy with the black guy. And they're replacing the the hottie with the hottie. But you're always getting a good look at Christina's boobs. How are we going to get a good look at Shakira's butt? She's going to be sitting on that dumb chair the whole time. That seems hardly fair to Shakira fans.
1: I'm sure Usher will be a little more awake than CeeLo, maybe. (laughs) I hope.
0: Like you said, there are
1: times when he just seems like he's he's asleep.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, I really I really like the way you were singing that song. I, I just woke up and it sounded good. Thanks. <laughs> Usher, I don't really know anything about him either, but I think I've seen him. He seems like a pretty normal person, doesn't he? Yeah. Like a just like I mean, a right. Like, I mean, comparatively to a lot of celebrities. Probably. Doesn't he seem like a pretty normal person? I don't really know. Yeah. Uh I'm almost surprised that Shakira would do this. I don't I mean, know why. It just Why? I don't know. She like I I guess I don't really hear too much about her in the sort of celebrity sense i mean usually when i hear about her it's a it's in the artist sense and not like celebrity stuff so it just seems odd like she seems to be she seems to stay out of that part of the industry um uh, more, more than most I'm
1: guessing she probably doesn't live here so that probably has does of she live you mean not,
0: yeah but she, and she lives down there. she doesn't live like imagine. in la or something like that
1: I mean she may have a place in Miami or something, but I I don't know. I'm guessing all of this. You're, but you're I, I would imagine energy. I mean she's huge in her country. Right. That's where, you know She's from she's from. Right. So Right. I'm I understand I understand
0: that. So maybe maybe that's why. Maybe because she's not I anymore. mean I don't think she's any more respected
1: of an artist than any of the rest of
0: them. Yeah, I I didn't mean that. I just oh. mean that I just never really hear any like tabloidy kind of stuff uh, about her. You know, mean, She's probably not part of that. Yeah, yeah that I whole scene. Know. I don't know. <laughs> But uh I like her though. I like her. I think her music some of her music's all right. The Spanish stuff is all right. She's nice to like look English at, stuff. you know. So there you go. Uh, I really think that um in some of her earlier videos, she looks so much like a young Jane Fonda. Like Barbarella. Uh, yeah, I can see like that. the Absolutely. Barbarella days. Absolutely. Really That's a lot call. like her. But anyway.
1: Um, the Cohen brothers are currently in talks with FX to develop a TV series loosely based on their hit film Fargo. Aha. So I'm guessing just. You yeah,
0: still have never seen that movie?
1: That's a great movie. You see I movie. know
0: everybody says that.
1: You should definitely see that
0: movie. Yep, that's what they say. Be
1: interesting to watch. I haven't seen that movie in years. Be interesting to watch it again now that Steve Buscemi is like huge.
0: Yeah, was that one of his first things?
1: Um, yeah, and he's really he plays a really creepy character in it. So yeah. I like to see him now. Right. In that would be interesting. How does
0: his current creep compare to his original creep? Still creepy. He is still no. creepy. By nature. It's just
1: a different level of creepy, I think. Not because I hate him. But anyway, Um, Olivia Munn will appear in a multi-episode arc of the new girl as Nick's girlfriend. And see,
0: now you can say that with a a straight face instead of doing this thing because you don't you don't dislike her as much.
1: Uh, She had a moment that I appreciated. I'm not saying I, uh, we're not best friends yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This I'm looking forward to. Christopher Guest is bringing his documentary comedy stylings to HBO with his new show Family Tree. Bridesmaid star Chris O'Dowd will star as a man who decides, after losing his job and girlfriend, to research his family history. Many players from past guest projects will appear, including Ed Begley Jr., Fred Willard, Michael McKeon, and many more.
0: That's pretty cool. Watch, I wish it wasn't so on HBO, cool. though, since we don't have HBO. But um, we're yeah. just it on DVD.
1: But, I mean, that will give them the license to do whatever to they To do want. whatever, yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that because – they could do whatever. I mean, because right. it's just gonna be following
0: the ancestors. Right, like, it's random. It's random. That's a great so idea. They could just do so it's so many funny crazy because games. I remember when I don't know if it was Scottish men with fake teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I after one of his movies came out, Amy and I were like, you know, it'd be so cool to like write a movie like that. And then we were trying to think of what kind of scenario you could do that you would get this crazy mix of people into. Right. But that's a really good, and it's a great idea too
1: because I would assume each episode would just be about like a specific relative, so you wouldn't need someone to keep coming back so that he could get the big people, the people that are big now from his movies, like Jane Lynch and uh, Jennifer Coolidge, and And even Kevin Bacon. You know, Kevin Bacon be cool.
0: I I I always hope that when he does something new, it'll be it'll have some of the vibe from Big Picture, just because I love that movie so much. But he usually does stuff more like Best in Show, you know. But anyway, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah.
1: Matthew Broderick will appear in a future episode of Modern Family. That's funny. He will be Ty's friend, like old childhood friend. Whose friend? I'm sorry, not Ty. That's his real you name. You mean Phil's friend. Oh, Phil's okay.
0: Friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ty, yeah. I must have missed that episode.
1: And finally, Ben Stiller is bringing a s- semi-autobiographical comedy to ABC about an A-list actor who realizes that he's losing touch with his family and reality. And wow.
0: That sounds yeah. uninteresting.
1: Right. <laughs> and his audience.
0: <laughs> Case in point. Uh, is that it for TV? That's it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about movies. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about movies. What have you seen? You know, I have not seen a movie in the theater I have theater either, and I feel guilty
1: about it. This is just something I saw on Netflix. Uh,
0: it's depressing. Over the summer we had these, you know, type 1 diabetic babysitters. We could go out and what happened to your type 1 diabetic? Babies? They went back to college. Oh. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was a double-edged sword because it was nice cuz we got to go to the movies, but the movies all of a sudden cost us $80 cuz we had to pay the babysitter too. You know That's what I mean? How
1: much babysitters make?
0: They make 10 bucks an hour for the cheap ones.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. What happened to the days where babysitters made like like, like two dollars
0: an hour <laughs> or three dollars an hour? No. Some of them charge like fifteen bucks an hour. Isn't that insane? Oh my god. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. I mean, we didn't hire any of those people. You could just board them for that. You could buy them for that.
1: <laughs> I didn't know you could buy them by the hour. Oh
0: yeah, they're for sale now. <laughs> Everything's for sale now. This is America. Can
1: you sell them by the hour? Because that's a that's yeah, a nice little racket you Mark can do. it get up a little. It.
0: Yeah. It's not a problem. Are you gonna talk about what movies you've seen? Oh, are we onto that? <laughs> yeah,
1: I thought you were no, gonna talk
0: more about babysitting. No, I don't think I don't
1: think. And we your do, I don't I think we can legally.
0: Oh um, but I anyway.
1: um I saw Jiro Dreams of Sushi. I think it's pronounced Jiro, it might be Hiro. How would a Japanese person pronounce it, J? Jiro. 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 Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Yes. Um It is a documentary about this guy who was like a master sushi maker. Have you heard of this movie before? I have not. And uh <laughs> and I heard so many fantastic things about it and saying how it's fantastic and like (laughs) and there are things i didn't get it it moves so slow and and i watched the whole thing it moves so slow i mean yeah he had kind of a troubled childhood and like his father was really harsh and then you know he became this great sushi maker but what gets me is it really at parts it made me laugh because they're like first of all to eat there you you go in there and you eat and he gives you like one piece at a time and it costs the cheapest you can get out of there is like 400 us dollars
0: now is this documentary documentary okay
1: so you go into this place and it's a really small little place. So one and piece of
0: sushi is four hundred bucks.
1: No, one meal there. You can't get out of there for less than like four hundred okay. bucks. Gotcha. I don't know what a meal consists of. Right. But I'm sure it's more than one piece of sushi. Right. So you go in there, but they show him making the sushi, you know, cutting the fish. And I'm not talking like maki rolls. I'm talking nigiri where you put, you know, the piece of fish on top of the rice. Okay. So he puts the fish on top of the rice, just like, you know, a piece of fish on top of rice. And people are like, it's the best I've ever had. I'm like, what makes it the best? Yeah. I mean, it's the same fish and it's the same it's rice. It's not like he
0: made the fish. He brushes it's it raw
1: with something. Fish. Maybe there's something in that, th- yeah. that stuff he's brushing it with. It, it's maybe just... there's
0: – oh, maybe he loads it up with crazy powder.
1: <laughs> it just was so weird to me because people, like, come from all over. I mean, they show this guy that came in and, like, Just like it was his life's dream to eat at the sushi restaurant and where you stand. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like in this part, like they're just you stand in front of him and he like serves you like a piece at a time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, it was amazing. And I'm like, what's amazing? I don't get
0: it. Well, but don't you think it's part of that whole culture of BS that kind of exists in our society? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever noticed how there's all these people like especially on Facebook or Twitter who get really into each other's stuff? You know, like somebody posts something about something and then all their friends are like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Congratulations. And you're like, that's nothing. It's nothing. It's just like all these people have this unwritten agreement to like, hey, if you're really excited about my BS, I'll be really excited about your <laughs> BS. That way we can all succeed together. But it's all like BS. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like one of those people, you know, and it actually reminds me of a joke from from the big picture when, um, y- you know, when all these people are talking about how much they, they love his movies, even though he's never made a movie yet. But his name is hot in Hollywood, so everyone's talking about how great he is and how much they love his stuff and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, you know, sometimes I hear these things where people are talking about a movie, and then I go see it, and I'm like, I don't, like you're saying, I was like, I don't get it. What was so great about that?
1: Well, I mean, even, okay, the sushi aside, yeah. th- even his As story film, was yeah. like,
0: okay, so it's a story about a guy, not much different from the story of maybe right? 100 million other guys. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah.
1: And it's really slow paced. And of course, you know, most of it is subtitled because, you know, they don't speak right. English. So it's really slow paced and really like just really mellow. And it almost has a Zen quality to it, yeah. but a frustration quality to it as right. well. Because it's like, it's like, I
0: got stuff to do. <laughs> right. Get to something, good, is something good already. Yeah. Well, you know, and I hate to say it, but that's how I felt when we watched Mad Men. It's like. You know, we yeah, watched like two or Man three Man episodes, T- and I'm like, is anything ever yeah. going to actually happen on this that's show? That's exactly what I said. when it, it took me a good
1: four or five episodes to really key myself into the tone of that show.
0: But nothing ever happens. It, the show no, isn't about it anything. Does, it happens slowly. It, it didn't really seem to ever actually be about anything. It was more like... Stuff happens. It just happens over yeah, the course. I don't know. It's and slow. as much as I loved all the design and decor in that show... It wasn't enough to keep me watching because it was so slow and nothing ever happened. Uh, no, I enjoyed it. I mean, once I
1: tuned into the tone of it, Yeah, it t- It takes some... You can't just jump into it and like embrace it. It takes hey, some... I, what? What's the matter?
0: What? I forgot to talk about... Lose? Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about in TV? I forgot to talk about Chuck. You want to talk about Chuck? Well, only because we started watching the last season of Chuck on, on Blu-ray. It was one of my birthday presents. And man, I got to say again, I just love that show so much. There's never been anything else on TV like it and it's so much fun and these episodes are really great. There's a lot of like wacky stuff happening, but there are there's some really funny things. I forget the actor's name who's playing like the last bad guy in the series. See you tomorrow, Kelsey. Or no, see you next week. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I forgot today was Friday. Yeah. All right, oh careful. There's a there's a table there. Um but uh I forget who this bad guy is, but you know during the whole series whenever Chuck was trying to be like Mr. Spy, he would like his fake name was Charles Carmichael instead of Charles Bartowski. So when they started their own independent spy company at some point they called it Carmichael Industries. So at one point um Morgan got the intersect in his head through some, you know, bad sequence of events. And there was a bug in this version of the Intersect, so it like made it, First of all, it made him start to lose his memory, so he like forgot about Star Wars, he forgot about Raiders of the Lost Ark, he forgot about all his favorite video games, and then he started becoming just like a totally douchey jerk bag from the Jerk Store. And so, um, at one point, when they're talking to this bad guy, he you know he's like, "Oh, you weren't too hard to find. You know, I just had to follow all the stories about you know some obnoxious jerk at the hotel." And then look up on the guest register to see somebody named Michael Carmichael, which is just stupid. You know, it's just like there was all this like really funny stuff that had to do with everything that had come before it. And, you know, weaving like all the seasons of mythology together for the last season. And the show is just so funny. I'm so sad that there's not going to be you done with her. Uh, we have a few more episodes still. So I don't know how it ends yet. But um, but another sort of big twist just happened. So it'd be interesting to see what goes on with that. I love that show. In the future, that fits in the TV category. Uh, yes. I said I forgot. Because I put it in the wrong place, and then I forgot about it. But anyway. And, uh, okay, so you saw Jiro, Dreams of Sushi, yes. and what else?
1: And I picked up the Blu-rays of the Indiana Jones films, mm-hmm. and I watched- Now,
0: is it only stuff. a trilogy? Only available as a trilogy? It is not. No, it's all four. Did I mean I all four. I, sorry, no, I meant I said trilogy, I all, didn't I? No, I meant all four. It's all four. You can't buy them individually. You can't buy them individually. Arrgh. Can you buy Star Wars individually? On Blu-ray? No. You so it's buy probably it for... not gonna happen with this either.
1: Probably not. Ugh. But there's seven hours of bonus. It's worth it. I know. Buying. It's worth buying. But that's
0: two movies that I will never watch that I have to pay
1: for. You throw money
0: away on other idle objects.
1: Mm. Hello. Yeah, you gonna are you gonna talk about it at all? <laughs> uh yeah, I just want to mention like the quality of it. Um I'm I'm on the fence about it. The colors are amazing. The sharpness is amazing, but there's a graininess to it, which doesn't bother me because it lends to the genre. Of well, filmative. that was
0: that was the one of the last big movies made that still used the old kind of film.
1: OK, um, the Godfather, Godfather movie is the same way. Yeah. Where like it's done really well. Um,
0: But I mean, I like it. No, no, it's yeah. definitely
1: it's definitely better than any other version. OK, that there is. It's How's the sound? Ruined. How's the sound? Well, I don't. I mean, I only have a you
0: sound bar. You don't have bar. Surround sound, right. I have yeah. a sound bar, so. Um, yeah, I Sounds mean, sound bar, you yeah. know, I've talked about that before about how, you know, starting with Jedi, the Star Wars movies, you know, and, and big movies in general just looked and sounded totally different because the film stock totally changed at that yeah. point. And Raiders was really one of the last big movies that used the old film stock. Yeah, I so.
1: haven't looked at the others yet, so yeah. I don't know what they look I mean, I'm sure they yeah. look
0: I think I think, you know, maybe Temple of Doom might still look like that, but I'm sure the other ones won't. Um, but it
1: looks great. I'm not trying to diminish yeah. it, and be, like I said, because of the, you know, there, like I said, there's a graininess to it, but it lends to that genre sure. of
0: film. And there was no wacky changes in the story or edit or not anything that I like saw, that. No, okay. No. Now, did you but watch, any of, that, watch any of the
1: extras? I watched any okay. of the extras yet? But the packaging is great. It's like a oh, little book, it? and each page has the the movie in a.
0: Isn't the Star Wars one kind of like that?
1: No, the no. Alien one is kind of like. Oh, that. that's right, but the it's, Alien one. The, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's done differently. The Alien one, I, I think, slides down yeah. on each page. This slides like sideways. The end of the side. yeah. Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah, I might go pick that up after work Should today because I fr- I have a Best Buy gift card and uh, it's burning it's a hole, burning hole in my hole in pocket.
1: pocket yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, so last time I'm going to talk about this only because I forgot to talk about it last time. But we watched uh, Twenty One Jump Street. And I have to agree with you. It was actually a very good movie. It was funny. It had a lot of heart. There was a nice, you know, unexpected path that the movie took.
1: Right. And that's what I really appreciated yeah. about it. They could have just gone the easy... Right. Obvious way. Obvious way. And they went
0: the other way. Right. And it made it that much better. Absolutely. Yeah. It was fun. It was a really fun movie. Uh, we also watched Cabin in the Woods, which Don't is... not anything. Okay. Really? I can't say anything no, about it. No,
1: because I want to see it. And I know that there's a huge there's a way you can ruin the movie.
0: Okay. Really?
1: Yeah. Cuz I know nothing about it and I hear But you, you saw know, the previews for it, right? No. And I hear if you know I've just heard great talk about it and every talk I've heard it on podcasts. and every talk about it is like don't ever mention anything about it like cuz the person person who said it's Doug Benson and when he talks about it he won't mention anything about it cuz he went in with no preconceived notions thinking okay. it was a horror movie and then was completely surprised Well, it is a horror it. movie. I know, but yeah, I, there's I, some.
0: There's obviously some yeah, twist or scheme to I, it. I know what you're talking about, but I'm just it was asking you not to talk about. Right, it. it was in. I mean, you could tell from the preview. But I haven't seen the preview. Okay, and the other thing is, you'll start to wonder right at the very beginning of the movie. But that's fine. I'm not gonna say anything. I will say that I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, you know, it wasn't a perfect movie, but I I like the idea of it. It was fun. It was a little so bit. So was different. no weekend at Bernie's. Uh, no, that was not fun at all, and I hated that movie. So, um, so last weekend, uh, Kelsey, who just left, and her boyfriend came over to watch Star Wars on Blu-ray because she had never seen any of the Star Wars movies. So, um, it was interesting because uh, because I had to skip past the Jabba scene. So, you did skip past the, did skip the scene. scene. I did skip back the Jabba scene. I put it on earlier in the afternoon so I could figure out exactly where to press skip. And fortunately, when you press skip... At the beginning of that scene, it goes right to the end of that scene and the beginning of the next scene. so the oh, chap- so I
1: have to do is just press skip, and it skips it.
0: Right. So like as soon as, as soon as you see it cut to that shot, you just press skip, and it goes right past that to the next scene, which is nice. Well, you are credit the- for that. Yeah. At least you didn't put it like, I don't want anyone skipping over this. <laughs> right, right. Well, I don't know if somebody snuck, into, snuck it in there, but... Um, uh yeah so that was nice and I I, th- I think she enjoyed it but then what was funny was you know after they left and after our son went to sleep uh, Amy was like now I'm in the mood to see Empire so we went downstairs and watched Empire on Blu-ray and Empire is much less offensive than you know than Star Wars is but there are some weird things that he changed in that too so this was kind of interesting ones changes that you never knew about or noticed that I didn't know about um I don't think they were I don't think they existed before the Blu-ray. Right. So one change was that, okay, so you know how during the asteroid scene, uh, Vader gets a phone call from the Emperor. (laughs) (laughs) Has to move out of the asteroid field so they can send a clear transmission. And he goes and he talks to the hologram. And remember, it was a different actor because Jedi hadn't been done yet, so it was somebody different. So he reshot that phone call with Ian McDermott Uh to do the... Uh, you know, to to do to redo the scene with the right the, right, the emperor. Um, but what was weird was they like changed some of the dialogue in that scene. So they didn't just redo it; they redid it and made it longer and added to the dialogue, which seemed totally pointless. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've complained about before, but I'll say it again: when R two gets uh, swallowed by the swamp monster and then it spits him out in the original movie, when Luke finds him in the jungle, he says, "You're lucky you don't taste so good." And then Lucas changed it to, "You're lucky you got out of there." What? Why, why would, would he it, change that? Why would he change that line? There was nothing bad or negative or hokey or anything negative about that line whatsoever. Why would he change it? That's so stupid. Does that make any sense whatsoever? That's crazy. Okay, so here's the other thing that bugs me. The, um, you know, in Star Wars, I don't know if you noticed this on the Blu-ray, all the Stormtroopers now sound like the actor who played Jango Fett.
1: I didn't notice that. Yeah. I he redid really all, it, I
0: all it. the Stormtrooper voices so that they all have Jango Fett's voice. That's annoying. Right? Because now, supposedly, they're all clones of him. Okay. But what's even dumber is in Empire, he changed Boba Fett's voice to sound like Jango Fett. Boba Fett was Jango's kid. Why would he have the exact same voice as his father as an adult? Ugh. I mean, what? It's just so dumb. Too much time. Not enough brains.
1: Idle hands are a devil's play field.
0: Especially when you're George Lucas and have no brain. <laughs> It's just weird, but they both look good. Uh, Star Wars does not sound great. the sta- The sound in Star Wars is not good. Like throughout the entire movie, the and and I mean, I think this is a problem with the the original film. Throughout the movie, the the dialogue volume goes up and down. Like it's really clear and crisp and loud in some places, and really kind of muffled and hard to hear in other places. But there's probably, you know, I guess they felt there wasn't that much they could do about it. Empire sounded a lot better. I haven't watched Jedi yet on Blu-ray. Have you? I haven't okay. watched any of them, really. Oh, okay.
1: I put it on just to see how it looked.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we got some miscellaneous. We do.
1: Speaking of Blu-rays, the Prometheus Blu-ray comes out on October 9th, and there will be over seven hours of bonus material, including an alternate beginning and an alternate ending. Interesting.
0: Yes. Did I tell you about Todd? You know our buddy Todd? Did I tell you about his theory about that movie and the aliens and- no. How his theory is that the the big aliens, the giants. Because um, remember when they found the, the one that had been beheaded. Right. And they said it looked like it was about 2,000 years old. So his theory was basically that they came here and that the alien was perceived as Jesus, basically. And that's why they decided to come and annihilate us because of how crazy and out of hand we were. But then the things took over. Yeah. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if any of that kind of stuff plays into this alternate beginning or ending. I wonder what those alternate beginnings and endings are going to be. If they're going to answer any questions, if they're going to create more questions. I can't tell you now. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
1: The Dark Knight Rises Blu-ray release date is uh, December 4th.
0: Excellent Christmas present or Hanukkah, depending.
1: Um, never say never, I guess. Jim Carrey is rumored to be back on board for the Dumb and Dumber sequel, which is geniusly titled Dumb and Dumber 2 with 2 spelled T-O. <laughs>
0: that is funny. That is hysterical to me. That is pretty funny.
1: Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I've
0: never seen any of those movies. They're terrible. Yeah. I only saw the first one. Yeah.
1: Terrible. I mean, just so sophomoric. Yeah. But that name is That ge- name is That really name funny. is genius. Yeah. Uh, the upcoming James Bond film Skyfall will be released a day early in IMAX. Uh, Yeah, I still, I don't care. What? You're not excited about that? No.
0: What? I never see movies in IMAX.
1: Oh, I, th- I thought you weren't excited about Skyfall. Oh, no, I'm
0: very excited about that. And I really love, I know I said this when you reported on it, I really love that, that Adele is singing the theme song. Yeah, That's a great tradition that I'm glad they're upholding. You know what I mean? Right. So, that's cool.
1: Um, Tom Hanks will appear as Walt Disney in the movie Saving Mr. Banks about the making of the film Mary Poppins.
0: What? <laughs> I think <laughs> Actually, I just got confused. Actually, he appeared on the... Uh, so Tom Hanks will play Walt Disney in the, the movie, movie Saving, Saving Mr. Mr. Banks, Banks about, which the, is making about the making the of
1: Mary Poppins. Wow. Okay, then. Um, They're shooting it right now, so Tom Hanks was on the Emmys because I did not know that he was a producer for...
0: Homeland. No, oh, I so. didn't know that either. Interesting.
1: Yeah, Homeland. <laughs> I think it was Homeland. It may have been the Sarah Palin movie. I can't remember which one.
0: He, he, he accepted They're virtually it the same. Thing.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> he accepted. I want to say it was Homeland. I want to say he's a producer of Homeland. Um, but uh, but he had the mustache. And oh, he looked, okay. You know what? And he looks really good in it. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you one funny thing from the Emmys. Because I watched the Emmys. Yeah. Kevin Costner won for some TV movie about uh, the Hatfields and McCoys. Okay. And uh, so he won for best actor for a movie. So he gets up and he accepts it. And you know what the Emmy looks like, right? It's the lady holding like all the all the rings that look like a globe. Okay. Yeah, wings. right, right, right. Yeah. And he's up there and he's talking. And he's being kind of eloquent. And all of a sudden he looks down at the statue. He goes, oh, those rings. It reminds me of the Olympics. And then he goes back to his speech. <laughs> oh it was God, the weirdest. hilarious. It was the weirdest thing I had seen. I'm like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> So funny. Well, I told
0: you my Bill Curtis story, right? And then
1: he gives, wait, then he gives a, a like a thank you to his wife, and then they show her in the audience. Can't be any more than thirty years old.
0: Wow, that's funny. Hey, smoke them if you got them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Did I ever tell you my Bill Curtis story about that when he came to my office when I worked for the video company? Like this was my first job out of college, and you know I had a picture of of my uh, wife, you know, up on the up on the wall. And so I'm having this conversation with Bill Curtis, and he's like, and then we did the documentary on, and you know, so he's like looking around my office while we're talking. So basically, this is what I hear. And then we did the documentary on that one piece, A Bride, and it worked out really well in the end, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> man, That's really you forgot to take your ADD pill this morning. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Um,
1: Oh, we're on miscellaneous, aren't we? Yeah. I got a little sidetrack there, too.
0: Item six, please.
1: Melissa McCarthy may have a small role in Hangover 3. Still,
0: still haven't seen any still of those don't movies. think it's
1: enough to get me into the theater to see it. I haven't seen those Jude yet. Law has revealed that there will likely be a third Sherlock Holmes film.
0: Uh, we tried to watch the second one, and it was so boring. Really? I fell asleep. Oh. I never went back to watch it because I didn't remember enough from the first half that I saw it to make me want right. to go see it.
1: Clint Eastwood has turned down the offer to appear in Expendables 3. So there you go.
0: Probably shouldn't have done that since that may be one of the last. You offers saw that she Haywire gets.
1: movie, right? Yeah. Is the girl who stars in that Gina Carano? Yeah. She will be in the female version of Expendables. She's already been. Set is up. it called
0: the Expendables?
1: Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, you'll love this. Campy's eighty Campy eighties TV show Manimal will be remade as a live action CGI major motion picture. That
0: is ridiculous. <laughs> I'd rather see Auto Man made into a movie. That's awesome! My God.
1: Uh, we will get a new Godzilla film to kick off the summer of 2014.
0: Gojita movie? Uh, what? Gojita. Sure. Gogeta. That's the actual name of the monster in Japanese. Well, Gojita. I'm done. Don't you remember? Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> in Cannonball Run, uh, uh, when before they introduced the character that Jackie Chan plays, you know, there's, it's like this. Guy who's supposed to be like the Japanese, um, Johnny Carson, you know, and it's Jackie Chan and then some actress, you know, so he's like, Oh, did we do speaking Japanese, a movie, and then she like takes her little bow, so it's kind of funny. And don't you remember from the Godzilla movie that, uh, that was out, you know, with uh, what's his name, um, Matthew Broderick? Matthew Broderick,
1: oh yeah, it sticks really that
0: there was a, a big, a whole big thing about the monster not being called Godzilla,
2: yeah, no. oh well. All right, we're going to take a that quick wasn't
0: break. That was a great movie. It was a terrible movie. No. Terrible movie. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about everything else. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about everything else in the old mashup. moosh. Moosh, 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 moosh. Moosh. Are we still on? Moosh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike? Honestly, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm talking over him. Uh the iPhone 5 is out. Uh I was going to say I haven't actually seen one, but you have one. I have one. I got it on the day it came it's out. It's so light. It's so light. I actually kind of wish it was a little thread? heavier.
1: Gizmodo. Kizmo- well, that's why you say that Kizmodo posted this thread of all these people going, "I don't want that. It's too
0: light." It is really light. Like I I, like I wish it was point. a little heavier. Why? Uh, it just it, because it it feels For too fragile. Keeps
1: their phone in their pocket. I appreciate it being light.
0: Well, I don't understand why anyone. And put more fragile, you know, pocket.
1: and because Miller brings up a good point: the fact that it's light makes it less fragile. Because if it's heavier, there's more chance of breaking it if you drop it.
0: You might physics. want to take a physics class before you say that. No, that's true. That is absolutely not true. Strength and durability have nothing to do with weight. At yes, all.
1: but the weight, the the weight of something, it, it, it hits the ground. F- oh boy, okay, careful! Maybe I'm say something stupid. Careful now.
0: <laughs> Careful. Gizmodo
1: said that it being lighter makes it less fragile.
0: Yeah, again, that's not necessarily true. Up. If there's a specific reason behind why it's lighter that makes it less fragile, that's one thing. But the fact that it's lighter in general does not make it less fragile. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Go ahead.
0: Keep talking. Um so anyway. Uh apparently the new maps app though is a big problem. Have you you said you hadn't heard about this, but there yeah, but are, I haven't
1: used it for its maps.
0: There, I mean, I play around with the maps, but Yeah, uh, there are a lot of issues where locations are showing up where they don't exist. Uh, areas incorrectly identified as parks that are in downtown urban locations, misnamed bridges and roads, missing rivers and other natural features, and a lot more. In fact, the new Apple made non Google Maps app has been so frustrating to so many people that Apple's Tim Cook today issued an apology for it, and recommended that people use Bing, Waze, or Google Maps via the web instead. Uh, if you want to see some of the app's really funny errors, go to the amazing iOS6Maps.tumblr.com, and there are a lot of screenshot examples of things that it's screwed up that are kind of funny.
1: But I have to say, the maps thing is a fun thing to play with because it has, in major cities, it has fly around. Well, Bing has that too, where you do yeah. that fly around. But it's – like, I could I sit there forever. And I think so.
0: Google actually just added that, like, oh, within I? the last couple of days to a lot of big cities, you know. Yeah. So
1: – I enjoy doing that on the phone.
0: Yeah. My GPS in my car does that, where – I mean, where it has, like, the buildings rendered out and mm-hmm. stuff like that.
1: And you can fly around them and zoom in on them and
0: – Yeah, you can't change their perspective, but you can – Oh, move, here, you can move around. You can, you can, around. Go, you can yeah. see
1: all sides of the buildings right. and –
0: Uh, The other big disappointment regarding iOS 6 is the removal of the YouTube app that's been on the iPhone for years. Not annoying YouTube does have its own app that you can download for free. Well, it is annoying when your kid is used to watching movies on YouTube on the iPad all day long. Um, But it's nowhere near as good as the one that Apple originally had, and it's not optimized for the iPad either, so you have to X to it. But in more positive iPhone 5 news, the 4G LTE supposedly works very well. And the new A6 processor is also supposedly smoking fast, which is good. Uh, the Mars Curiosity rover, this is actually a huge deal. Mars Curiosity rover has taken pictures of gravel on the surface of Mars that was transported by water, proving definitively that water did once flow on the Martian surface. Although we were pretty sure of this fact from previous evidence, this has confirmed it. That is so cool. Because that means that there could have been life, have been gone, life yeah. and maybe still is underground or something. Oh, my God, underground. Yeah. Porsche will soon release its first plug-in electric hybrid. The car has a pair of electric motors that generate 218 horsepower in addition to the V8's 580 horsepower. It's a lot. The, The car can run on the electric motors only for up to 75 miles per gallon equivalent, 78 miles per gallon equivalent. The car can also hit 210 miles per hour. No word yet on final price or availability date, but that is really fast. Uh, Samsung is releasing a new line of SSDs called the 840. There are regular and pro versions with prices ranging from about $100 for the 120-gig 840 or the 64-gig 840 Pro up to $500 for the 500-gig 840 and $600 for the 512-gig Pro. What makes the Pro a Pro? Um, The read and write times are faster. Ah. Uh, But they're not, not, you know, hugely faster. They're like 20% faster or something. So... But at least the pricing is in line. But, I mean, that's that's pretty great price-wise for, you know, if you compare what SSDs cost two or three years ago. They were so crazy expensive. Crazy. Now they're getting to the point where I might actually consider getting one for, like, the the C drive to, you know, so that Windows loads faster and all that kind of stuff. So it's Crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Researchers found a dental filling made out of beeswax that's 6,500 years old. They found a 6,500-year-old jaw, and one of the teeth had a beeswax filling. That's amazing. The people were doing dental work, 6,000. Maybe he was just chewing on some beeswax when he died. Well, that's what I kind of thought, too. Yeah. How do they know it was put there on purpose? Right. But they said it seemed like the way that it was in there, it was done to relieve pain from a crack in the guy's enamel. So, interesting. An ABC investigation found that about 10% of iPads accidentally left in the plastic, screen, the plastic screening bins at airport security were kept, a.k.a. stolen, by TSA agents. Since 2003, 281 agents have been fired for stealing, and those are only the ones who've gotten caught. That's pretty sad.
1: How would you leave it in a bin?
0: Well, like if the line's moving and you're getting your shoes and da 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 and you forget. I don't know. You'd have to be a dope friend. Right, exactly. Still, they should give it back. Oh, in, absolutely. N- nine, no, nine I'm out not, of
1: oh, I'm not giving them any. Nine like, out pass of 10 there. times
0: the TSA people, you know, ran after the person and said, hey, you forgot this. Right. But one out of 10 times, one out of 10, that's a lot. That's a lot. They stole it. Uh, and I guess the guy who did the ABC investigation, like they were tracking the iPad with GPS. Uh-huh. So they took the whole camera crew to the TSA agent's house who stole it and like confronted him at his house. That must have been awkward. I actually,
1: where I work, a lady had had her purse stolen and she had an iPhone in there. Yeah. And uh, so the police immediately used her to track the iPhone because they had it on the husband's. Because now you can track, like right now I can track all my devices on my iPad. So they tracked her phone on his phone. And so the cops immediately caught him with her purse and everything. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So now
0: you mean there's an app on there that you can use to on my phone. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, where I can I can track where my computer is, my iPad, and my other phone because I still have the other phone.
0: You can track a computer.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean it's not on right now. Is there GPS in the computer? How do they track it? I don't know. That's weird. It'll tell me where it is though. That's weird. Uh, this is actually pretty cool. Check this out. Goodyear has just announced a new tire with a system called AMT, or Air Maintenance Technology, that automatically inflates the tire when the pressure gets low. It's a really simple system built into the tire, so it'll work on any car. So what it is, is like there's a, a, where the valve is that you would use to inflate the tire, there's um, another valve there with a tube that runs around the inside of the tire. So as the tire is rolling, it squeezes the tube so that no air gets through it. But if the tire pressure gets too low, another little valve in there opens that tube up and it just pulls in air from the outside until the tire is inflated to the right pressure. And then it closes the valve again. How much more do you have to pay for the tires to have that? Well, I don't know. They're starting testing on it next year on commercial trucks. And if it all goes well, then, you know, having to check and inflate your tires might be a thing of the past. That's really cool. Oh, that's really neat. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's really cool. You know, your iPhone 4 is offline. I know it's off. I don't know if you knew that. God, this is so light. So wait a minute. Is this an official Apple app that was on it's, here when you got it?
1: It's not on there. It's one of those. You know, there's a few apps. It is an Apple app, but there's a few apps when you first open the Apple store, it recommends you like, here, these are like iBooks. Right. IU. Like that IU. Yeah, I like I don't understand
0: them. why they don't just put them on there.
1: Because no, a lot of people don't want them. Like yeah. the IU I don't need. Yeah. That, that. I mean, people don't need this. I tell you, I would rather they were all that way because I don't. I don't ever use the stocks one. I hate that it's on there. Yeah.
0: And you can't get rid of it,
1: I, right? No, you can't get yeah, rid of it. So I wish true. they were all optional. Well,
0: I wish they were either all optional or you could get rid of those core right. apps. Because I wouldn't I'm never gonna use the stocks right. one either. Uh let's see next. Final oh, this is the last one. Finally, this is really cool. A dad wanted to do something fun for his son, so he attached his son's favorite toy train, Stanley, to a weather balloon with a video camera and GPS. Then animated the train's face with After Effects on the video afterwards. The video is really cool and really sweet. Uh, we'll post a link to it on pause.com with the podcast. Um, so basically, he just went, the, and the guy didn't know anything about this. He just went online and Googled, you know, sending a weather balloon up into space. And so it took like an hour for the balloon to get all the way up to the stratosphere, and then it popped. And then it took about twenty minutes for it to fall back down. Is not that twenty insane? minutes? Twenty minutes. You would think that would be like a minute and a half or something. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes for it to fall down. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. What's what's the eighteen thousand feet? Like three and a half miles, basically. Twenty minutes. Yeah. Well, because you know the the balloon was so carrying you're only falling at twelve miles an hour. Well, no. Here is the thing. Well, here is the thing. Um- The GPS and the camera were inside a box that the thing was, you know, that the balloon was carrying. And then there was like a pole sticking out to the side that the train was screwed to so that the camera was always looking at the train. And I noticed at the beginning of the video, you see like a few shots of him putting it together before he launches it. And there was this cardboard thing that he made that looked like it was covered with aluminum foil or something, maybe. And it was kind of like... So maybe it gl- glided or... I, I, think, I think there was an, enough wind resistance where it didn't crash so that the stuff in right. the box wouldn't break. Right. Um, I'm assuming that's the deal with it. Because um, it was kind of like two ovals that were intersected. And like I said, it almost looked like they were covered with aluminum foil or something. But um, I, I, I would assume that because of the box and whatever that other piece was, that it just right. you know had enough resistance that it wasn't just plummeting like a brick. Right. But uh, but yeah, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, anyway, that brings us to the time in the show when we reveal our votes for the best and worst entertainment moments of the week. Please, Tony, what was your worst? <laughs> 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 I My mean, worst would have to be the fact that the Master has been out for a week, um, and
1: I have not gone to see it yet. I like we said. Now what's we the Master again? That's the Paul Thomas Anderson movie with uh, with uh, that one guy and Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? And the Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. That's, and what's it about? Loosely based on the starts of uh, Scientology. Oh, yeah.
0: that's interesting. Yeah. So does he actually, so he doesn't actually play like L. Ron Hubbard though? No, loosely
1: based. Okay. But they say it's the story. So it's like very, all dudge with a wink and a nudge. The is very linear, yeah, from what I yeah. understand.
0: But. Okay. Uh, speaking of Philip Seymour Hoffman. I mean, the reason
1: I, I'm upset about it is because I, with the exception of Punch Drunk Love, which I hated, I love all of po- Thomas Anderson's movies. Yeah. So I really wanted to go see it right when it came out.
0: Yeah. Did he do uh did he do that uh that boat movie with Bill Murray? Was that him?
1: No. That's uh no, that's Wes Anderson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get no, them. Confused. I don't like those movies.
0: Wait, Paul Thomas Anderson, did he do American Beauty? No. That's oh, Sam Mendes, I believe. Okay. I don't know any movies this guy's made then apparently. <laughs> what did he do? He did uh Heart 8. Boogie Nights,
1: Magnolia, There Will Be Blood,
0: and Punch Drunk Love,
1: and Punch Drunk. Love. Oh, I see, I blocked it out already. You did, you did. <laughs> you just
0: hate Adam Sandler so much. Um, I thought that movie was just okay. I never saw. Wait, I did see Magnolia.
1: I can't believe you never seen There Will Be Blood.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see that because I love. I love. Piece. What's his name?
1: Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Daniel Day Lewis. Thank you. That guy. I drink your milkshake. Now, he is not the same as that's, Daniel Day that's Kim, tag correct? Line. That's the tagline from The new yeah. Blood. I drink your milkshake. I
0: drink your okay. milkshake. And, and Daniel Day-Lewis and Daniel Day-Kim are not the same person? They are not. Okay.
1: Though I understand the... confusion. Yeah,
0: exactly. Did you know uh, Daniel
1: Day-Lewis is a... Uh, part of the year he lives in Italy as a cobbler.
0: So he actually makes shoes? He makes shoes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Do you think the elves ridicule him while he's in his sleep? Like they did at the beginning of Elf? Remember? Stupid cobbler couldn't make a clog! <laughs> I think they actually call him lazy. But how cool would it be to have a pair of Daniel, Daniel J. J. Lewis, Lewis made shoes? shoes yeah. I might try where in Italy. Maybe I'll go pick me up I'll some next time I'm there.
2: So i Um find that
0: right away. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, every morning at breakfast, uh, Enzo... Is your worst? You're no, no, no. I'm just telling a story. Uh, Enzo always wants to watch... Um, You know, something on TV while he's eating breakfast. So we have a bunch of we have some stuff that's DVR'd on the TV, you know, that he can see from the kitchen table. And, you know, what's nice about one of the things I like about Comcast is when you go into the guide or the uh, on demand to look for TV shows, none of the kids shows are in there. They're all in a separate kids category. Do You ever notice that there are no kids shows when you look through TV series on on demand? No, but I'm
1: not looking for it. So right, but I'm
0: saying you'd be, probably be annoyed if you had to wade through dozens and dozens and dozens Absolutely, of kids shows. Absolutely, yeah. So there's a whole separate kids section where all that stuff is.
1: It's also when you start Netflix on any kind of console, immediately a screen comes up. You click left for regular Netflix and right for kids Netflix. Yeah, see, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's
0: a great idea. And it makes me wonder why Google has not done anything with YouTube where you can just filter out anything that wouldn't be appropriate for kids of a certain age. That seems like a total no-brainer, but they haven't done that. Anyway, so there's a show called Arthur that's about a—I don't know what kind mouse. of animal he it's is. Mouse, isn't it? I don't know. His ears are too ferret. small to be a mouse. Ferret. Maybe a ferret. Maybe a skank. No. Is that a real—no, that's a lizard. Uh, so some kind of animal, right? So there's, like, these five episodes of Arthur and On Demand, and I look at the first one, and it's like, when Mrs. McCready contracts cancer, the family decides how oh. they're going—and <laughs> I'm like, What? I go I'm not watching that. And so I go down to the next one it says Philip Seymour Hoffman guest stars in this episode about theater and the arts. I'm like, are these all the wrong descriptions for this TV show? Cuz it's like a kids cartoon. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, did they get the descriptions from some other TV show? So I put on the second one that said Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. And Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. He did the voice for one of the characters and it was all about theater and the arts, which means there was an Arthur cartoon about Mrs. McCready contracting cancer. <laughs> it's like, what is my son watching at breakfast? I can't let him watch this show anymore. I mean, it's so strange. So now you've censored Arthur. Uh, no, he still watches it. But he'd prefer to watch uh, The Cat in the Hat, which I like because it's Martin Short who does the voice of the cat. And it's actually a really cool kid's show. But so anyway. it's not the movie with Mike Myers. No, which was terrible. Terrible. Terrible movie. No, this is the, the cat in the hat cartoon is really good. It's really good. Um, so anyway, my worst entertainment moment of the week just happened today, as a matter of fact. Ah. I'm sitting at my desk, minding my own business, all of a sudden I get a text message on my phone that says, Thank you for joining Quick Text. Your text messages will now cost you $3.99 each and will appear on your phone bill. Why would you sign up for that? I didn't sign up for that. You I've never heard of must Quick have Text. Up for that. I don't know what it is, and I don't want it. So does it make your text
1: quicker, though? It might be worth it?
0: Uh, Four dollars each, really? <laughs> um, so yeah, a it's really a, important. It's text. a scam where this company does these, you know, premium messages, and other people just randomly grab your phone number, say, off your Facebook page, and sell it to this company who then sends you these text messages, and if you don't call your carrier to have them block it, you are going to have to actually pay that bill for whatever they send you. So thank you, Verizon, for taking care of that quickly and backdating the blocking of the premium messages so that I don't have to worry about getting charged for any of that stuff. So I would highly recommend that if you ever see a goofy text message like that, that you do something about it immediately. Because ah, you will have to pay $4 per message. It's a lot of messages. That's uh, a lot of dollars. It's a lot of cabbage right there. All right, what about your best? I'll probably say my phone. I've really been enjoying my phone. Really? Yeah.
1: I'm enjoying Siri. Yeah. Siri and I have uh, become
0: fast friends. Fast friends. <laughs> yeah. What is she, has she found anything Well, I for like you? that when you
1: first get it, you tell Siri, hi, my name is Tony. And she's like, okay, from now on, I will call you Tony. So now whenever she talks to me, my, she always says my name.
0: Did you find that annoying? It's like no. a car salesman. No, like Tony, it. let me ask you a question, Tony. No, she's- It's not like that. She
1: sounds much more genuine than that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean when she goes, Tony, let me ask you a question, Tony. Would you like to repeat that for dinner next week, Tony? Tony, did you think that was your favorite cauliflower version ever, Tony? <laughs> much more genuine. Um, You know,
1: I enjoy the like, you know, tell me about the best burgers in this area. So did you wait in line
0: in in the morning for that?
1: No. I. You know what? I'm really surprised I got one on the day it came out. No, I went to Best Buy the day you could start pre-ordering from Apple. Yeah. Best Buy was taking pre-orders as well. So I went, but I didn't go right when they opened. I went like four in the afternoon. It was after I had worked. Yeah. And uh, I pre-ordered it. And then the day before it came out, they sent me an email saying that.
0: Yeah, I think what happened was because uh, they they still had a ton left after the first day.
1: I had a friend that walked into the Apple Store at eleven thirty the day it came out, got one without standing in line.
0: Yeah, it was over the course of the weekend then, because it came out last Friday, you know, yeah. a week ago today. It was over the course of the last weekend that they all sold out. So now they're like it, now it's going to be a month. So I've I've ordered mine, but I'm not going to say get it's it.
1: the fastest selling.
0: Yeah, iPhone or phone? iPhone. Or, yeah,
1: I think phone as well.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know I won't have mine for at least three weeks, but what are you gonna do? Uh, for and my I have best, to say the, the
1: camera the cameras I'm really I'm really impressed, impressed with camera. it. Will it replace my point and shoot yet? No. Yeah. But um, the the flash is much better. Before I would never even use the flash. I normally don't use the flash on my regular camera, but like right. in situations where you need a flash, I think it's much better than yeah with my iPhone. Well, 4. even the camera
0: on the 4S was really great. I mean, yeah. still is really great. Um, so I, now, did iOS 6 add the panorama for all? No,
1: it's for just for this one.
0: It's not on the iPad? I don't think so. Or the 4S? I don't think so. I swear it might I be. May be I may be it wrong. It might be. I don't know. But anyway, so for my best entertainment moment of the week, I'm going to talk about a TV show that I did not mention earlier, specifically because I'm going to mention it now. Aha! Uh-huh. But there's a new show called Last Resort, which I remember seeing previews for in the movie theater of all things. And it stars Andre Brower, who's a submarine captain. And the premise of the show is that they get an order to fire on Pakistan and the order comes through like a secondary network. And so they're kind of like, well, why did we get this through a secondary network? Because we're only supposed to get, you know, fire orders from this network if DC has been like blown up or something like that. So he's like, well, let's see if DC has been blown up. So they go up to the surface and they put up their antenna and they're flipping through channels on the TV and there's the news and TV shows and Hannah Montana. And they're like, well, obviously nothing really disastrous is going on. Oh, they
1: wouldn't break into Hannah Montana, though. Oh, even for a nuclear disaster. Okay, yeah, you can't do that on Disney Channel.
0: (laughs) So uh, so they're like, you know, can we please just before we fire, can we please just get the orders through the proper channels? And so the guy they're talking to says, all right, hang on a minute. And about 10 seconds later, they see that there's a Tomahawk missile closing in on them. So, so it
1: was all a ruse to get them to the service.
0: Uh, no, it was a U.S. ship that fired the Tomahawk missile on them. So now because they've questioned their orders, they've been fired upon by their own government. Ah. And so now they, um, so they, they get into this sort of you know, game of chicken with the U.S. government or whoever is actually within the government behind this. Um, and there, there's also some other stuff going on that I don't want to give away for people who haven't seen it yet. But they they basically go rogue and are hiding out at this little island. And you know, in the previews, it, it looked kind of interesting. Is there a
1: professor and like the millionaire and and movie and stars? his wife? Yeah. How or did you stars? know that? No.
0: <laughs> so um, so you know, in the previews, you kind of think, okay, well, that's an interesting scenario. But how are they going to maintain it? Like, but but that is addressed in the first episode. It was really excellent. Like there were. Aspects of it that felt almost like twenty-four in terms of the intensity of it and like the I can't believe they just did that. Like there was some stuff in this episode that I couldn't believe they did. It was really cool. Did and, you rewind it to make sure that you had seen it properly? Oh yeah, they did it. They did it. <laughs> they <laughs> did it up royal. Okay. <laughs> so uh I'm really excited about this show now because it was much better than I thought it was gonna be. I mean there were some there were some characters. Yeah, the commercials
1: who, make it look like it would be hokey.
0: Yeah, there were some characters. Not so much on the sub, not any of the main characters, but there's this woman who's some kind of like technology inventor person or whatever, and right. she's she was kind of overacty. But uh, do you think this
1: is Scott Speedman's best performance since Felicity?
0: I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know what that means.
1: It's just for my humor,
0: actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So Scott Speedman is he the XO? He's the second in command. He's the guy. Well, Andre Brouwer is the guy. Technically, it's the white guy. Is oh, wow. So, he, but he, I think he's the second in command, right? Sure. Okay.
1: He's probably the second star. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Then I think I know who that is, but I never saw Felicity, so I can't answer that question. But uh, if you, you
1: know, like, do you know who Felicity Huffman is? Uh, yeah, ish. Well, maybe not, because she's married to William H. Mason. he was in Fargo, and you never saw that.
0: But I know him. He's kind of an odd duck.
1: Yeah. He was in Boogie Nights, which was by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Right.
0: Right. Starred Burt Convy. <laughs> right? What? Boogie Nights starring Burt Convy. <laughs> Didn't it?
2: No, that's Tales.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay, this is really was good. Wasn't Burt Convy the host of Tattletales? Yeah. Oh, okay. But he was the host of a few things, right? Yeah, what, how did you figure Burt Convy Burt in I went from oh, Burt Reynolds oh, to Burt Convy. I it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's I, like it's like the parents I lost, getting I lost sight in my own game. You did. You did. You were playing the game and then you didn't even get it. Right. I went from Burt Reynolds to Burt Convey. I didn't want to handhold you. Oh, that's that. funny. But uh, Burt Convey also in Cannonball Run. <laughs> <laughs> jumps jumps a motorcycle out of an airplane. Oh, uh. That was, a, was actually a funny line in that movie because, you know, there's all these people it on the ground. It all comes back to Cannonball It does, Run, folks. It does. I don't think it's like, it's like three degrees of separation. There's so <laughs> many people in that movie. So he jumps his motorcycle out of a plane. There's all these people on the ground watching. And this one guy's like, huh, isn't he something? And, you know, his wife is like, are you kidding me? That's the dumbest thing I've seen since that dimwit tried to jump the Grand Canyon, which is actually true. But whatever happened to him? Did he die in a motorcycle what? accident? What are you talking about? Evil Knievel. Did he die? Like he died. Did, but I did he die jumping something?
1: Uh, he would be really old. I mean, Evil Knievel Jr is really old.
0: Oh, he is? Yeah. Wasn't Evil Knievel like 20 something in the 70s? No. Oh, he was much older. Let's see. Do you remember that toy when you were a kid yes, that I was had it. you know what I'm talking about? The thing where you wind up the motorcycle?
1: Okay, the Evil Knievel died in 2007.
0: At the age of, the ripe old age of.
1: Oh, just 70.
0: Oh, well, that's pretty old.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, at least he didn't die at like 40. You know? Right. So he probably didn't die of jumping see, something. Evil Knievel Jr. So I'm guessing he's like 40, mid 40s. Right? Huh? Evil Knievel Jr. I'm guessing he's probably mid 40s. Uh, it just
1: keeps showing me Evil Knievel. I want to see. Evil Knievel Jr. died, I think.
0: Really? Jumping something? Did he die by jumping something? You can't find it. Did you ask Siri?
1: Well, it said this this article says
0: remembering Evil Knievel Jr., so I'm guessing. Okay. Maybe they just remembered that he existed. Now, is that something you could ask Siri? Can you say, Siri, when did Evil Knievel Jr. die? Uh, we'll try it. Try it. See what happens and hold it up to the microphone cuz i want to see hear her answer.
1: Siri, when did Evil Knievel Jr. die? Looking.
0: Would you like me to search the web for when did Evil Jr. die? Yes. You can't just. Yes. Oh, I was going to say you can't just okay. tell her yes. Did she find anything? What's she doing? You need to
1: your oh, first. my phone's. Oh my
0: bad. god, what is going on? Searching the web for when did Evel- Jr. Died. Let's see what she says. I want I'm I'm so curious now. How long does it take her to look through the web?
1: But it could still keeps showing I evil. I could type Knievel.
0: faster than this.
1: No, I have it. Oh my but god. Just, so Evil Knievel, the one I said that was born in 1938, that was Evil Knievel Jr. Really? Yeah. That's weird. That's crazy. Yeah. That's well, why how old was it.
0: Evil Knievel in the seventies when he was jumping over buses and stuff?
1: That was Evil Knievel Jr. So there was an evil Knievel before him.
0: That makes no sense. That's what it says here. But that makes no sense because why would Robert s-
1: Craig Evil Knievel Jr. nineteen thirty eight to two thousand
0: and seven? That's crazy. So there was actually a person named Evil Knievel before Evil Knievel Jr. I guess. That seems fishy to me. You know, why don't you uh I'll just I'll do a little research after little the research show. In, yeah. Okay. Didn't that seem weird to you though? Because what, no. was, what was he doing back then? Before 1938, what was he jumping over? Rocks on his feet? <laughs> <laughs> He's like in the Old West. You should see this guy jump over a rock. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, what was he doing back then? That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, get I, out. He can't jump over that rock. It's huge. <laughs> i seen it.
1: Um. (laughs) Uh, By the way, I want to point out that uh, this Sunday is the season premiere of the second season of Revenge.
0: Yeah, we still haven't seen the first season. I don't know if it's out on DVD. It is out on DVD. Oh, it is. Okay. Is it on the Netflix Instant Streaming, as far as you know?
1: Probably soon. It usually doesn't come right away after something goes on sale. Gotcha. But it doesn't take long.
0: Okay uh yeah we're looking forward to uh the new season of well the next season of supernatural being on dvd but we're probably gonna miss that's still on tv um yeah yeah it's still on oh and castle started too that was really good that was really good that was a good season opener yeah very good really very good if you like the show it was
1: very good I actually just listen to the uh podcast aisha tyler's podcast she had nathan fillion on yeah it's interesting. She does a little too much, uh, what's a nice way to put it, butt kissing. Does she? On her show, yeah.
0: Maybe she just likes him. Or is she like no, that she's with that everyone? that with everyone that's on her show. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Like really kisses up them. Like I got it. A lot like James Lipton. You know how James Lipton will have someone on his show and, yeah, you know. Next you made Corky Romano, which made you a huge star. <laughs> like, you know, talk about Corky Romano. Like it was a fantastic comedy classic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. Um, but wh- how was the interview? Was it any good?
1: It was good. He seems cool. Yeah. I did not know that he was on uh, soap operas for years.
0: Yeah, I think he played a priest or something. From...
1: Uh, he talked about all the affairs he had, so I don't think so.
0: On the soap opera? Yeah. Well, that would actually fit. On well, soap he opera. said
1: on the soap opera he played this woman's son, but then he was ha- having an affair with his mother's Best friend. Oh, so I don't know how the priest would fit into all that.
0: I don't know. He can because they were
1: like arch enemies. But maybe he
0: could like you know relieve his own sins or whatever that is.
1: I don't know. I know. I didn't realize he had been around that long.
0: Oh yeah, he's been around ever since. I think he's been around ever since he was born.
1: (laughs) Uh, He still says though that the greatest thing he's ever worked on was Firefly. Firefly.
0: Yeah, it was a great show. You never watched it, did you?
1: Uh, I own it, and I've never watched it. You
0: gotta watch it; it's so
1: good. A lot of stuff I own that I've never.
0: Watched. Yeah, what's up with that? I You've haven't... never watched any of the the the. Uh... No, no. Get off my back! Oh, oh! Fringe comes back. Fringe comes back. I think yeah. tonight. I tonight it is or next tonight. week? I believe it is tonight. Holy moly! Oh, I'm so excited about that! I can't wait. All right, do you have anything else? Uh, no. All right, don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes, which you should do, and you should leave us a review and a rating if you're nice. If you don't want to be rude, that is. Uh, you can also listen directly at pause.com and don't forget to send us email which you can send oh my God, to he looks so silly on one life to live Did he, he wasn't a priest <laughs>
2: Ooh, I don't think so
0: <laughs> I don't think so either um, and uh, I don't even know what I was saying but just go listen to the podcast thanks for listening and we'll see you next time bye